Welcome, everybody, to episode 54 of the Thumbstick Athletes Podcast. I'm your host, Dan. I'm Eric. Will. Corey. Yeah, Corey's, Corey's in studio, and, and everything's good so far. Or not in studio. Not in studio, but... You said you got your internet fixed, right? I got my internet fixed, so Corey's here in spirit. But, so what was the problem? Uh, well, I'll get into it during my 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 week segment. Okay. Um, first, we have some teasers. We're going to be teasing Machinarium. Machinari- I'm actually not sure how you pronounce that. Uh, the Walking Dead game, the new episode, right? Well, a new episode's coming out mid-August, but I played it for the first oh, time. Oh, pl- okay, you played that. I see. Uh, Adventure Bar Story and Thomas Was Alone that Corey didn't get to get to talk about last week, so uh, so we'll be talking about those. Corey, why don't you get us started with Nibble Bits? Oh, boy. <clears throat> All right, I've got quite a few here. Uh, I'll try and zip through them pretty quick. Apparently, there are some DRM issues with Batman Arkham Asylum that has made it unplayable for some people. I guess whatever technology they use to do that, there's an error, um, and some people have been unable to play their <clears throat> PC copies of Batman Arkham Asylum because mm-hmm. of it. So in the endless saga of DRM issues, you can add that to the to the list. To the cons list. To the cons list, yeah. Uh, moving along, GameStop is considering supporting digital trade-ins. They want to put something in into effect where you can purchase a digital game, trade it, resell it, all that fun kind of stuff. Um, I guess there's some technologies in Europe that would allow them to do this, and they're looking at that business model. How would you guys feel about that? I probably would never buy a used digital game. Me either. Yep, same here. Yeah, and I don't, I don't really see see what the, the, the big plus is to that. I, I mean, I guess if you just want to buy something quick online and uh, it's like $10 cheaper for a used GameStop digital version, I might do it knowing that I could then sell it back to them if I wanted to. Yeah. I might do it then, but... Yeah. <clears throat> uh, Spyver Spy is available on the App Store for $1.99. Uh, if any of you guys remember the old Spyver Spy game. Oh, hell yeah. Oh, yeah. That was, that was a good time. It, wasn't that a comic, too? Yeah, it started off as a comic. Yeah, I liked that comic, actually. It was funny. It was in Mad Magazine, I yeah. think? Yeah, yep. Okay. Yeah. But I have fond memories of Spyver Spy. I, we had it for NES, right? I don't know if we had it or if we borrowed it from somebody, maybe. Mm. Or had maybe one of our cousins had it. Maybe it was just a rental. Could be. I don't know. It doesn't matter. Yeah. Uh, there is a new patent application filed by Apple for a gaming controller, <clears throat> which is interesting considering the only device they have right now would be an iPhone or an iPad to mm-hmm. connect it to. Um, which means they are really starting to embrace the gaming aspect of the iOS, which is interesting because that's something Steve Jobs um, never really intended. Yeah, invested a lot of time in. He, you know, he, he appreciated it for what it was and, and how you interacted with games on the device and didn't didn't see it being necessary to have a controller, I guess. Right. Um, but, hey, he's not around anymore, so yeah. party on at Apple, right? Yeah, I think that's a good move, though. I, yeah. I think it's probably past due. But. Okay. I agree. Um, a few people have come out this past week and said that Windows, uh, people in the gaming industry have come out and said that Windows 8 is a catastrophe. Uh, Gabe Newell, the CEO, I believe, of Valve. Yeah, um, he, he's up there on the Valve. Is, is one of them. Yeah. So that's not a good sign for Windows 8. I didn't get a chance to get into why um, they thought it was a disaster. But just that people are coming out and saying that ahead to, ahead of time is is kind of a bad sign. Yeah. Um, unless there's you know something else going on behind the scenes, but wasn't I the, would have a hard time. Isn't What's the that? new Xbox going to have that? 
or something similar. Yeah, yeah, it'll be based off of Windows 8, but it'll it'll be its own mm-hmm. thing. It's probably it probably has to do with like you know the whole file systems type of stuff. Mm-hmm. Um, I had read that you know a lot of your stuff that's not the the Metro user interface stuff is a little hard to access, so maybe that's part of it. Uh, that, but that's the only the only indication I got that would so far that would make it make it not. And good. I would I would think it would be more friendly for an Xbox and not as friendly for a piece a PC. Yeah. Um, just because the interface is so much more simple. Yeah. You know something more fit for an Xbox rather than a PC. Yeah. Yeah. I I do think it was built to be a tablet um, slash touchscreen PC slash Xbox operating system as opposed to your standard you know, computer operating system. But that's well, just the impression I got. Here. I'm, I'm quoting GameStop, and it says that Newell doesn't specify exactly what he doesn't like about Windows 8, but he's likely referring to Microsoft's new Apple-like app store. That'll be a direct competitor to Steam. So I guess he does kind of have a conflict of interest in there. Okay. Can you guys hear me okay? Yeah. yeah. You, you were crackling a bit, but I'm assuming that Tyler's watching porn. Of course he is. Hogging all the bandwidth. What else would he be doing? Certainly not working. (laughs) (laughs) Okay. Is that all you got for us, Corey? No, I got a few more. Okay. Uh, Baldur's Gate is coming back on September 18th. It has some new stuff, including new characters and a new dungeon. Um, I've been thinking about repurchasing Baldur's Gate, but I will wait for September 18th which is an awesome game for anybody that hasn't played it, and I highly recommend it. It is fun. Yeah, it's been a while. Yeah. Um, the Walking Dead game is on iOS as of July 26th, and it's only $5. Uh, not a bad price. I'm not sure. What do they charge, Will, on the for the console version? It's 5 Oh, it is 5 Yeah, it's the same. Okay. Uh, you, well, you'll talk about it, right, because you played it. Yeah, I, played, I started it on the iPhone, and then I bought it on Xbox for a reason. Oh, okay. Are you... Um, did you play the second episode? Yeah, I did. Oh, okay. Okay. Cool. All right. So we'll get into that later then. Sounds good. Yep. And uh, my last one is NHL 13 has overhauled its trade interface, which I guess makes it so that um, the AI is is more interactive with you and it won't like instantly refuse a trade um, based on some obscure numbers. It'll it'll take everything into account, like what's going on. It's really hard to talk because I'm echoing through. Why is that? I don't know. Um, <laughs> I don't know. <laughs> no idea, bud. All right, well, I will just leave it at that then because I, I, I can't talk because I'm echo- echoing through. Echo. Do you want to just shut off the video? I don't know if that's the problem. Somebody else just go. I'm, I'm done anyway. We'll, okay. We'll, we'll figure it out. Eric, why don't you take us away? All right, well... Going off of that NHL 13 thing, I, I was listening to um, the Buffalo Sports Station the other day at work, and um, they were talking about, apparently, it sounds like it's going to be very similar to what they do in FIFA with pro clubs, mm-hmm. where you each control a different player. Mm-hmm. I think they're going to have that in NHL 13, well, that's cool. which would be fun. Yeah. Um, yeah. Speaking of NHL 13, you know what I heard? Maybe this is what you were just talking about, Eric. I couldn't. I was resituating myself. But for the be a GM mode, they're going to have an online version where you can have up to thirty teams. Yeah, yeah. I think that it was kind of what I was talking about. Yeah. Yeah, that's pretty cool. People have been cool. asking for that apparently. And it makes like if I get an Xbox, it'll be for that reason. Yeah. 
You're gonna get one. No, you you can have mine. Oh, that's right. Once I get that'll my... be too late. That'll be in November. Eh, can you wait till till then or no? Does it sound like I can wait till then? <laughs> You're usually pretty good with waiting. That's true. Not with video games. We'll see. We'll plan this out. All right. Um, Agent Hunt mode has been announced for Resident Evil Six. It sounds pretty cool. It's uh, it's an online mode that you have to unlock by completing the campaigns. Mm-hmm. And what it is is basically it's up to four players. If you get four players, two of you will be doing the campaign, and the two other people will be zombies mm-hmm. that are trying to kill you, obviously. And it sounds like that would be pretty fun. And obviously, it's optional, which is good. Um, but I like that little online touch there. Yeah, that's I think cool. it's a cool little mode. Um for those interested in NBA 2K13, which will be good. Those games are always really good. Uh, apparently, I don't remember what the soundtracks were like in the other games that I played in that series, but apparently they were pretty bad. Oh, yeah. and Were they? <laughs> okay. Atrocious. I mean, I don't like rap music anyway, but... Same here, but Jay-Z apparently is taking a role in this one, and he has beefed up the soundtrack considerably. I mean, I at least have heard of all the people on here for the most part. Alright. A lot of Jay-Z, uh, Puff Daddy, all Nas. Right. Sweet. Somehow Coldplay made the mix. <laughs> <laughs> a, lot of, a lot of Coldplay fans apparently are playing the NBA 2K series. That's um, weird. But yeah, that so that weird. that's good for fans of that and fans of rap music, I suppose. Um, Microsoft Surface has a release date the 26th of October. Mm-hmm which is the same day that Windows 8 comes out. And it says they're not going to ship for another 90 days after the release date. Really? Yeah. Hmm. Expected to ship 90 days after launch, which is weird. That doesn't make any Unless it's just going to, like, Microsoft stores, and then it'll go to other retailers yeah. after that, maybe? I don't know. I don't know, but I really want one. Yeah. It looks pretty sweet. Yeah, it does. Um, my next one... I know I've mentioned things about this before, but they keep saying Capcom um, keeps pushing that they're probably going to make a sequel for Dragon's Dogma. Mm-hmm. And uh, they said it again, so hopefully it's going to happen. Yeah. They should and stop talking about it and just and do just, it. Just put it to work. Yeah, exactly. Just do it. Um, my last one, I just saw this on Kotaku. I thought this was kind of cool. One of the Olympic gymnasts, um, she is from Mexico. Her name is Elsa Garcia Rodriguez Blancas. Mm-hmm. She used a Zelda medley during her floor routine. Mm-hmm. I thought that. Oh was cool. no way! Yeah. That's actually going to be my news article. We'll talk about it. Oh, later. is it? Yeah. Okay, I didn't well, read it. No, I, I know. That's literally all I read. Yeah, it, so. we'll we'll discuss later. <laughs> yeah. All right. That's it for me. Okay. Um, World of Warcraft's latest expansion, Miss of Pandaria, gets a release date, and it'll be coming out on September twenty fifth, two thousand twelve. All right. So all you World of Warcraft fans can make your panda characters. <laughs> Uh, Google launched its Google Fiber Internet service last week in Kansas City, Missouri, uh, promising a one gigabyte per second connection, which wow. is about 100 times the current average broadband speed in the United States. No way. Yeah, the average is 10 megabytes per second. This was in where, Kansas? Kansas City. It's like I think it's a test market for this service. I'm baffled um, why they didn't pick Binghamton. I don't know. <laughs> why? Binghamton's a hotbed of tech. Newark Valley, Endicott, come on. Yeah. Hotbed of gun shootings at the bowling alley down the street for me. But they were saying during their, uh, I don't know if it was their press conference around it, but that the average broadband speed in the United States hasn't changed since 2000. No way, really. That's 12 years, and our internet speeds have it. not gotten faster. I believe it, too, but it's sad. That is really sad. So, you know, I'm I'm hoping for 
Google to put everybody out of business. Especially you, Time Warner, you bastards. Yeah, the second they come here, I'm I'm switching because uh, it, I guess it's going to be seventy dollars a month for one gigabyte per second connection speeds, I which mean, is crazy fast. Yeah, it's not that much more than what I would be paying now just for my yeah, internet. Right. Exactly. Hmm. I think if you wanted to get like a, I think Roadrunner Turbo is thirty megabytes per second. So even that's like Jeez. not even close to one gigabyte per second. Yeah, it doesn't so. even touch it. On then my well, last, they had, to, they had to lay all new line for that though, right? Yeah, I guess they only have to do from the pole to your house if you want to set it up. From the, you know, whatever. I guess it's not terrible then. No, I don't know. I don't know if they had already like laid it out from all the lines or if they bought something. You know, I don't know. But they said that it, that it only, they only. Uh, have to run something from the pole to your house to get it set up so yeah it's not too bad at all um and there's different different levels too of what you can get and there's a tv service with it too i didn't really have any interest in that so but with all my internet woes Mm -hmm. this was good news yeah uh the oya system will get streaming games via the on live streaming game streaming service Corey, how's that make you feel about the oya system now we're cooking. And did you see what else they're getting? <laughs> nah, it's been a little bit. What? Sorry, I'll wait for Will to tell you. In just a moment. <laughs> you, you can go ahead with your nibble bits, Will. You done? Yep. All right, well, since Eric started it off, yeah. I was going to say, Final Fantasy three is coming out for Android's new console, the Oya. So. Oh, come on. Okay. That's the worst one. Yeah, but they might put the other ones on there. Yeah, maybe. Look to the future. Come on. Yeah. That's not the worst one. I don't know, man. You the never newer, played Final Fantasy XI, did the you? The newer ones are pretty bad. Yeah, that's true. I guess I guess you're right. No, I'm I'm way more excited about having on live on there though. I think that's that's a good move. Yeah. How, how much did you say it was to like do that pre-order thing? Like ninety bucks? Ninety-five. I think I, I guarantees you a console. It. I might just do it. Just yeah. do it. Might as well. I think it might be too late. No, I don't or think don't so. Crush my the Kickstarter's dreams. open until. I'm going to look. End of August? No, it's like a week into August, I think. Uh, I want to say I saw they had like six or seven more days left. That might be tough for me. Rents do. But, I mean, I'm sure you'll be able to pre-order it though, once they get their own like website and stuff. Yeah. But you get getting Oya, Eric. Do you know how much uh, they have right now? Seven days to go. It's They're almost six, six million. million. They're over six thousand. Are they? That's crazy. Yeah. Good for them, though. That's awesome. That is mm-hmm. good for them. Their goal was just under a million. Yeah, it was nine hundred thousand or nine hundred fifty thousand. Oh no, they they did sell out of the the ninety five dollar pledge. What about the ninety nine one? Oh, ninety nine. No, there's some left. Yeah. So what do you what do you get with that? That's different than a ninety five. I don't know. I don't really think there was a difference. One hundred forty dollars gets you a limited edition backer exclusive, whatever that means. Oh, you get an exclusive limited edition rich brown brushed metal finish. Oh yeah. All right. Someone, I saw somewhere that it's only about the size of a Rub- Rubik's cube. Really? Yeah, it's really small. Yeah, I think Which that was on Kotaku. That's awesome. I could just put it in my pocket and go somewhere else. And yeah, buy it. there you go. I'm fuck this. I'm getting one. Yeah, I'm getting one too. All right. Well, I mean, if you think about it, it uh, all it really is is a hard drive. You know. Yeah. Um, a lot of a lot of mobile games run through the cloud, anyways. I mean, you know, all the the basic coding is there, but it gr- draws all the data from the cloud, especially the online ones. Yeah. Yeah, I agree. Okay. Hmm. What else you got, Will? 
since we were talking about it last week, we weren't sure when Darksiders 2 was coming out, so I looked it up. It's coming out August 14th, yeah. so that's right around the corner. Yeah, good. two weeks. That's going to be a good game. And i got to get the first one and play it. I might get that. Yeah, it looks really cool watching gameplay videos. Mm-hmm. Um, but my two big ones are, during an Electronic Arts Investors meeting, EA said that Star Wars The Old Republic has less than a million subscribers right now, mm. which is drastically smaller than what it used to be. It used to be 1.3 last time they gave a number before yeah. that it was 1.7 million yeah so they keep getting lower and lower but it leads to the next news star wars the old republic is going free to play this fall the game is ab- available for four or 15 bucks in august and then you can play free to play up to level 50 but after that uh bioware is going to have a system where if you want to get more end game content you can either purchase that separately mm-hmm. or you can do a subscription to get more end game stuff yeah i think it's a good move for that game definitely is because they're definitely taking a hit with membership and everything yeah. like that, so they gotta do something. Yep, agreed. And I know a lot of people who want to try it and didn't get it because of the subscription. Yeah. So smart move all around. Yeah, agreed. Okay. What else you got? That's all I had. All right, let's get into our weeks. Uh, before we get into our weeks individually, has anyone watched any Olympics? Yeah, mm, some. You know what the biggest thing I've got from the Olympics was we have a pretty hot volleyball team. Yeah, we do. Did you watch them today? Yes, I did. Man, the asses on those girls. <laughs> yeah, it's, it's fun stuff. And There's a know, lot of good events. There was a little thing that I caught. Um, there was one girl. Her name was Destiny Hooker. Yeah, she's like six foot something. She's really tall. Really tall. Yeah. Really good. Yeah. And <laughs> at, before every serve. The other girl would be in the middle of the net, bent over, and for some reason she stood right next to her and put her hand just above her ass crack. And it was really getting me all randy. <laughs> nice. <laughs> but yeah, I actually enjoyed watching the volleyball too. Yeah, uh, I'm addicted to the Olympics, and I've pretty much done nothing since really? I started but watch Olympics. I, I mean. wouldn't say that for me. I haven't been addicted to Halo Reach. Okay. But yeah, like if I'm not doing something else, yeah. I just I turn the Olympics on. I do like having something to watch at all times. Yeah, um, it's how it used to feel about baseball, but not anymore. Right. Um, I also watched the water men's polo. water polo. That's awesome. That's fun. Can you imagine how hard it would be to play that? Mm-mm. Really though, like That's... those they have to be in such great shape. Like you're swimming and they like, got people draping all over. Those you. dudes like, are jacked. Yeah, they are huge. I Their was watching that. Massive. The guy got out of the pool and was like, "Is this like UFC fighting yeah. or is this water polo?" I don't like this guy is humongous. Yeah, and the and the cool thing is 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 uh, Mike Emmerich does the the I heard that the play by play for the He's water a polo. Great, great play by play guy. Yeah, he is. Um, did you catch the men's uh, beach volleyball? I did. Yes. USA and Spain. Yes, that was intense. That was intense. The very I, end, and I was getting so pissed off at the Spanish team because the one guy on the team, Herrera, every time he scored, he was, he was just like, Rah! yeah, like, he was he was very cocky, piece of shit. We won, right? <laughs> we showed yes, him. good. Yeah, we did end up winning that. Good. But there was a little controversy at the end. Did you see that? No, there was a lift that the American guy did, and that was illegal. Well, yeah, it, it hit him twice. Is what a lift oh, is, I guess. Okay. Um, and the the umpire ref whatever didn't catch it. Mm. Uh, and the that Herrera guy went berserk. Was the score really close? It was. Uh, we ended up because they they took the they won the first set. Yeah, and, I watched the, the first. S- I watched the first and the second. Okay, yeah, it was close at the end. It, I think we only ended up winning by one, maybe oh, or two. Wow, so it was really close. I'd have been pretty pissed. He myself. he was, and I, everyone's like, you know, I don't blame him because it yeah. was obviously a lift, and even the the American guy, the shorter guy with the with the yeah with, with the, the, the backwards hat. Yeah, Rogers. 
Very I, I like him better than the other guy. Yeah, he he went over to the ref and was like, "Look, I I think it was a, a lift, you know." But the ref was like, "Nope, didn't Called catch it." it. Wow. So, um, I got me thinking. Like, are, do you know how the ratings are for the Olympics? Are they are they getting good ratings? I think so. Yeah, because I know a lot of people who hate sports but watch it. Yeah. I don't. It. Why? I just wish they would put some of these sports on like year round. Yeah. Like I would watch. I would literally watch a badminton tournament. Yeah. Because mm-hmm. that it, it's insane. It's, it's awesome. Yeah, it, they're so good. Like, I would watch that. I would watch volleyball if it was on. Volleyball is a cool sport. I, yeah. w- I even like playing volleyball. Like. Yeah. But no. But ESPN has to show poker, Eric. <laughs> no, no, no. They don't show poker anymore. That has become New York Jets station. Oh. That's all they talk about. Oh, really? Man, I it's hate that. unwatchable. Oh, boy. Like Just the Jets. That's all they talk about. Tim Tebow took his shirt off at training camp the other day. <laughs> I'm not shitting you. This was a news story. He took his shirt off and went for a run. It was a news story on ESPN. They're really digging deep. For stuff that's empathetic. I just I don't. The, I feel like the Jets are just full of of media whores. Bunch of prima donnas. Yeah, bunch full of divas. Them. Full of them. Well, well, Santonio Holmes said to leave us alone. He's a piece of <laughs> shit. Santonio Holmes is a piece of shit. Um, but I love the fact that their team's gonna be a mess because of it. Oh yeah, yeah. that's fine. Yeah. But damn it, <laughs> I don't want to hear about the Jets all the time. Yeah. There's other teams in that NFL. Especially being a Bills fan. Right. Makes it even worse. I, the, the Jets are my least favorite team. Yeah. Oh, yeah. ESPN always does that with teams. Like, it used to be the they Patriots. They latch onto it's somebody. It's so annoying. That's, I'm so happy that I don't have ESPN anymore. Yeah, it's brutal. It's it, really bad. It gets to the point where I can't handle it. Like, I liked Tim Tebow, but when he was with college, with Florida, oh, my God, I could not handle it. It made me hate Tim Tebow for the rest of his college career. I still can't stand him. I like him now, but um, it gets old. Yeah, but I think the do you think that that people would watch those sports if they were on more often? Uh, yeah, some of them. Yeah, I would watch beach volleyball. Absolutely, it's fun. I like regular volley, regular volleyball. Yeah, even if they put college, I would rather have them put that on them freaking poker. Yeah, yeah I never, nice. I never got the po- the poker. You thing ever catch or, a good dart match late at night on ESPN? Dan? Bill- billiards, or riveting, like oh. bowling, oh, bowling. God. One of your loves? No, <laughs> I like I like bowling, but. Not only, only for a little bit, and it's not good television. And they get so pumped when they get a strike. Yeah. Oh, man. <laughs> yeah, they do. <laughs> yeah, the Olympics are good, though. I always yeah. enjoy the. I'm, I'm more of a Winter Olympics kind of guy, but yeah. have you anybody watched any basketball? No. Me either. That's, None. like, supposed to be, our, like, our sport. I'm like, yeah. I, I just won't watch it. I, I kind of want our team to lose. I do, too. You see all the bullshit they've been talking Oh, really? Saying how they could beat the Dream Team from back no in the day. No way. And I was listening to, oh, I can't remember. It might have been Colin Cowherd. I don't remember who it was. But whoever it was, he goes, you know, when you look at the two rosters, he goes, there's probably two guys from this team that would have even made that team. Yeah. LeBron and Kobe. Yep. Oh, yeah. Maybe definitely. Kevin Durant. I was going to say, maybe Durant. Other than that, like, you, you, that team's full of Hall of Fame players. Yeah. Yeah. They, they had three Hall of Fame centers. Our starting center now is Tyson Chandler. Really? And I think he's the only center on the team. And he's not even that and good. You're, you're talking about Patrick Ewing, Carl Malone, and David Robinson. Yeah. You're going to beat them? Yeah, right. Have fun Michael Jordan, Larry Bird, Magic Johnson. Yeah. I, we could keep going. Yeah. You're not going to beat that. No. <laughs> Unbelievable. 
That's ridiculous. Yeah, so I kind of want them to lose too. Bunch of cocky bastards. Yeah. I, I and anything else, I want us to win, no matter what yeah, the yeah, circumstances yeah. surrounding it are. <laughs> yeah. But I do want our basketball team to lose. <laughs> so do Who do we I. want them to lose to? Anybody? Canada? No, not Canada. Mexico? Does Canada have a team in the? I don't probably so. not. Because what? Spain's good. They Ch- have the Gasol brothers. China. Yeah. Argentina's good. They have uh, Manu Ginobili, I think. Brazil has a couple of NBAers. They'd probably lose to Spain if they lost to anybody. Because yeah. they have Ricky Rubio, too. Ricky Rubio's awesome. Yeah. Huh. Um, what's the weirdest sport you're enjoying? Uh, I'm trying to think here. Catch any of the whitewater canoeing? No, I didn't. I only get what's on NBC. Dude, the whitewater canoeing, it's not that great to watch, but, man, the upper body strength that those guys have to yeah. have. Because there's, there's green gates and red gates. The green gates, you just have to go straight through. The red yeah. ones, you have to go past to turn back around in the whitewater rapids, turn back around and go through it. Oh, my God. <sighs> man, it looks pretty hard. But huh. I don't know. I got into the archery a little bit. I didn't see that either. Women's archery. I was checking out. It was cool because it came down to the last arrow. Ooh. And the girl hit a 10. The 10 out of 10. Bullseye oh. being a 10, which people weren't hitting very much. I was surprised. You'd think, like, if you're training to be an archer, you'd hit more 10s. Yeah. I huh. guess not. Huh. Yeah, I've just been addicted. I just want anything that's on, I'll watch. Mm-hmm. Even rowing, which I don't I don't get as a sport, but I do watch Did you catch that it. today? When Great Britain won the yes. the gold? Yes. That was cool. Yeah, Germany finished second. No, I don't think that's the one. No, no. that's the two-person the two, the two skulls. Yes. Okay. Yeah, yeah Great Britain and then uh, New Zealand, I think, came second, Australia third. Mm-hmm. And USA was just a hair from bronze. Oh, really? Just a hair. That's but how we finished in the four-man one that I watched this afternoon, yeah. too. But I, I like that because uh, Prince Harry and whoever the fuck the other one is, William. Yeah, they were in the crowd. The crowd was just going nuts because they—I don't think they had ever won a medal in that sport. Oh, really? Yeah. Oh, that's cool. So yeah, the crowd was going crazy. Yeah, that was Great Britain's first first gold too. Yeah. Nice. I yeah. frequently check the medal count too. Are we Are we still in second? Yes, we're one medal behind China. Mm-hmm. Um, your sister's boyfriend asked me a a good question. Do you think you would count more? Winning the most overall medals or winning the most gold medals? That's a tough call. I mean, I, I said the most gold. Yeah, I would yeah. think so. Because, like know. he said, he's like, it means you were the best in more sports. Right. Which China is killing us in yeah. most gold medals. Yeah. I think they have like 17, maybe. You just wait till the Winter Olympics. Yeah. Huh. They won't be close. We'll no. get a hockey gold. Oh, God, I hope so. Stop I hope so it, too. I'll be so satisfied <laughs> with that. How about you, Corey? Any Olympics? Uh, I watched about 10 minutes worth on Sunday. Okay. Nice. What'd you watch? Uh, it was men's uh, indoor volleyball. Uh-huh. They, got, they were playing, I can't even remember who they are playing. Japan. Yeah. I watched some of that, too. Yeah. Um, but other than that, I, I haven't haven't watched anything. And I love the Olympics. I just haven't really had a chance. Yeah. yeah. I'll tell you, man, those volleyball players are so athletic. With those girls, they oh showed God. a slow motion of the girl jumping up and spiking it. She jumped so freaking high. Yeah. And just spiked that ball. It's, it's impressive. Yeah. Uh, I was watching today women's against China. Yeah. That's and, the one I was watching. Uh, someone just took a ball, right? Like, 70 miles an hour right off the face. One of the Chinese players? Yes. Yeah. Off the, the side of the, the head. The girl I was talking about was one yes. of the hitter. Hooker. Yeah. Hooker. Destiny Hooker. Oh, she she's cr- she's the young gun, young gun on the team. Oh, really? Yeah. Okay. 
the, the announcer was saying, he's like, you know, she's really good now, but she's not really a, a like pure volleyball player yet. He's like, I can't imagine how good she's going to be at the she, next Olympics. She's just kind of a raw talent right yeah. now. Yeah, yeah. Huh. That's cool. So, how, uh, how about Missy Franklin? She's what a she seven, 17 year old swimmer. Oh, yeah, she won gold. Yeah. That's right. And Michael Phelps is the most decorated Olympian ever now. Yeah. Which, I mean, you could argue, well, there's 800 swimming events right. for him to compete in. Yeah. But still, pretty impressive. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Even though he doesn't care. Right. <laughs> well, the person who had the record was a gymnast. Is that right? Yeah. Oh, yeah, and our women's gymnast uh, won gold, too. Yeah, they won the all around or the team. Yeah. Team one. Which was first time since 70s or 80s. I don't yeah. remember. Yeah. Wow. It's been a while. It was the only second time in our history that we won that. Yeah. It's pretty so. cool. Yeah. America. America. All right. Well, before we talk for another half an hour about <laughs> the Olympics, Olympics. Let's, let's get into our weeks real quick. I just had a couple things. Obviously, my internet is, is more or less fixed at this point. It's still a little slow, but that's my router's fault. So uh, I do have to get a new router. But what happened was I think... What was it? Well, I, I had them come out, uh, I think it was ah, Thursday maybe. I don't remember now. But I, I had them come out to f- fix it again, and they ended up taking the, the wire down from the pole and run a new one to my house, and that fixed whatever problem it was. But the next day, my um, we took food over to my neighbor's house because they just had a baby. And I asked them because they had had Time Warner out for a few hours like last week at some time too. I asked them, and they were having the same exact problem. So hmm. whatever it was, I don't know if it was damage, but – it was uh, affected a few different houses in the area, so so that's all fixed. Uh, my the only other thing I want to talk about is I I golfed for the first time on Monday, oh. first time in two over two years. How'd you do? Uh, actually, a lot better than I would have thought. Um, I did. A, I fi- I was a league fill in oh. with a friend, and uh, well, I mean the the day before I had gone to his house, he has a golf simulator in his basement. Uh, one of those, you know, the swing things. Um, and, and I, I was able to like work on my swing there. Then we went to the driving range for, I don't know, an hour before too. Um, but yeah, the first four or five holes I played pretty well, actually sank some putts. Mm-hmm. I had a par on my own, even though we were playing captain and mate. Nice. Um, but then after that, my arms started to get tired and I started <laughs> trying to swing too hard and nope. that's when it all went downhill for me. But I think I'm going to start golfing again because I had a blast. I love playing golf. Don't um, ask me to go with you, Dan. But we played Dimmick Hill. Did you ever play Dimmick Hill? Dimmick Hill. Is that the really shitty one? That's real shitty. That golf course is awful. Yeah, it's it was like pretty bad. 15 bucks for 18 holes? Yeah, I don't know. I didn't have to pay anything, yeah. luckily. but Get what you pay for. Yeah, it's, I, pre- it's pretty I went bad. up there and it was pretty much a mud pit. Yep. Yeah. Mm. Uh, this time it was a desert. Desert? Yeah, okay. because it's been so dry here. Yeah, the place is awful. Yep. So... I have been so pissed off every time I've gone golfing this year, except the first time. The first time I did good after that, yeah. could not have been worse. Yeah. I decided it's not worth my $30 anymore. Yep. Yeah, the thing I figured out with the golf simulator was that I was, wasn't was closing my club face well enough on my swing through, and it told me that. I was leaving the club open. So I started you know, twisting my wrist a little bit more on my, on my follow-through and closed my club face, and that helped a ton. Yeah. So, I mean, I always had decent, like, chip shots and stuff, but I was even hitting, even hitting good tee shots, so, which is not my normal MO. Not so, your game. Yeah. So that's all I did this week. 
Corey, how about you? Well, um, I got a job. Yay. Are you going to start paying me back some of my tax money? Hopefully, I would like to start paying everybody back their tax money. <laughs> but I'm pretty sure I sold my soul to the devil. Um, just listening to you guys talk the last 20 minutes or so, I'm like, man, I haven't been able to do much the last few days. Um, and like I said the other day, I feel like I lost a part of myself, you know? Um, and the way I describe it is like so much of me was, was predicated on hopelessness. Uh-huh. And now that's, that's not gone, but... You know, I don't worry about it anymore. It's, well, it's a weird feeling. I don't want you um, filling my head with any, uh, what's the word? Any of your good thoughts. It's pretty <laughs> hopeless right now, and I'd like it to stay that way for a while at least. I think the rest of us are relatively hopeless. Yeah. Well, so we'll, <laughs> we'll do our best to bring you down. How's that sound? I need that. Okay. No, it's it's just it's a really weird feeling, and and I've been so like in a daze the last few days, and. Like, I feel like I don't really have a sense of... I feel like a robot, you know? Like, my Corporate sense of drone. is gone. All my interests are gone. Like, all I can think about wow. is work now, and it, it kind of sucks. Corporate That's, drone. That sounds awful. Pretty much. I do love the job, yeah. that said. Um, I look forward to going into work every morning, which is a good thing. Yeah. Um, you know, and I'm there probably... I'm there nine and a half to ten hours a day, just weekdays. I should say I'm an executive assistant. Beyond that, we won't really get into it on here. Yeah. Um, but yeah, that's what I'm doing and I'm happy to be working again and making more money that doesn't come from taxpayers. Uh-huh. <laughs> well, that's good, Corey, but I, it does kind of bother me that you're not hopeless anymore. I liked hopeless Corey a lot. <laughs> I liked hopeless Corey too. I think that's why I'm like not depressed, but in a weird mood. Yeah. It's like, it isn't like me. What the hell is wrong? I'm going to see what I can do to get you fired, I think. <laughs> Please don't. <laughs> <laughs> Why would I ever do that? <laughs> okay. But don't forget about us when you're rich and famous. Oh, I, no, I'm just working long enough to make my fortune, and then I'm done. All right. I'm back to mowing greens. Being hopeless. <laughs> mowing Being happy. greens. All right. Anything else? No. You want to talk about? Nothing. Just a lot of work. All right. How about you, Will? I made a big purchase today pretty much oh, getting, yeah. getting a get? new computer oh yeah shitty now i'm pretty excited for it yeah i was actually um i was piecing together components for will's computer and uh contrary to popular belief he was not going to save money by building a computer from individual parts it's kind of evened out yeah it's fairly even and it, and it all comes down to uh having to spend a hundred dollars on a copy of windows that's what pushes you over the edge because, you know, obviously a hardware manufacturer or computer manufacturers, they get a discount price because yeah. they buy tons of licenses. So yeah. I think that's that was what pushed Can I ask what edge. you spent? Yeah. It's uh, 849 wasn't it? 879 879 Yeah. Nice one. About same as yours about or? Yeah. A little bit better, a little bit newer. Okay. It's, what, six months newer or whatever. Which is what I hate about computers. Yeah, yeah exactly. He just he, bought a spanking new computer, and Will's is already better. Yeah, he's well, his, his, he's got a better video card than his. So. Yeah, everything else is pretty much the same, I think. I don't know if I'll ever buy a new, like, regular computer again. I just don't like it. Yeah. I don't like the whole idea of computers. Yeah, it bothers me. You sound like a seventy-year-old man. I, I'm hopeless. That said, if you had if you had the money, would you have one? I'd like a decent gaming computer. Um, 
not yeah, top but of I line. wouldn't ever use it. Right. But I'd have one just because I had the money. Right. Not a boy. And, and the, the only game, literally the only game I would even think about buying is Planet Side Two. Okay. Well, you don't even have to buy that because it's free to play. Then see, there you go. Yeah. So you wouldn't have to buy it. You have your game. <laughs> not getting one. Just do it. Nope. Won't do it. I'm right. sick of computers. What else did you do, Will? I think that's it. All right. <laughs> How about you, Eric? How was your week? Uh, I don't really think I did too too awful much other than drink heavily. Yeah. Again. Well, we had uh, the 30th birthday yeah. party for my sister's boyfriend oh, yeah. on Saturday. He's from America's Hat, Canada. Yep. He's from north of the border. He's a good dude. That was fun. Yeah, it was a lot of fun. fun. And uh, one of my best friends, Amy, it was also her birthday. Yesterday was her birthday, but that same night I went out and, and celebrated her birthday. So I had a couple of birthday parties there. And uh, other than that, oh, I bought tickets to see Coheed and Cambria, one of my favorite bands. They're nice. coming to Syracuse in support of their new album, which comes out like a week afterwards uh, in October. Yeah, very nice. Um, yeah, so I'm excited for that. You might, if you're into buying CDs, they may have it at that show. I hope early. So. Well, I'll buy, yeah, if it's there, I'll definitely get it. Cause, I mean, I'd rather not buy a CD, but I will just because I you, like them like and like I'll them support lot. them. Yeah, and you get it a week early. And their music sweet. is fucking awesome. Yeah. I've seen them four times, and it's always been great. Good nice. So. I like their singer with the big... Yeah. Big oh, hair, dude, he's huge, but he sings somebody, so high. I was telling somebody that he's not a big guy. Oh, he's not a big no, guy? he's just chubby. Is he? He's short, actually. I was telling somebody he's got such great stage presence. Oh, really? Oh, yeah. Commands the crowd. I like that. Nice. Yeah. Nice. Really good. There's not enough of that nowadays. Well, no, there's no rock stars anymore. That's true. There's not. It's very true. So, but yeah, I don't think I did anything else noteworthy. Okay. Um, No, I can't talk about that. All right. We'll talk about it during break, then. You already know. Oh. Never mind, then. Yeah. Uh, yeah, it's not a big deal. Oh. Oh, okay. Uh, okay. Oh, well, I forgot to mention what our our topic is today. Our topic is going to be our five favorite summer games, or games, our top five games that we spent all summer playing. So that'll, that'll be our, our main segment uh, right after we take a quick break. Welcome back, everybody. Episode 54 of the Thumbstick Athletes Podcast. As I said before the break, we are going to be talking about our top five summer games, and that can be either games you spent all summer playing or games you spent this summer playing. Uh, there's a little confusion on the on the meaning, so that's, that's what we're going with. I'll get us started. Uh, my fifth uh, game I spent all summer playing was Rally Sport Challenge. Now, it's uh, it was published... Developed by Digital Illusions and released on March 5th, 2002. It was for Xbox. Uh, my Probably a couple days before I had my last day of school, I bought my Xbox. Um, and I bought two games with it. And those two games I played the entire summer. And one of them was Rally Sport Challenge. Um, oh, I just remember you playing that. Yeah. Uh, it was an awesome game. Yeah. But, yeah, I only had two games at that time because I was you know, a poor high school kid. Uh, so I, I, but that was one of the games that I bought. The other ones on actually on this list too. But is that the one where the play-by-play guy was like Australian? He's like Schumacher. No, that's <laughs> Formula One racing. Oh, Lafferty Daniel. <laughs> now Rally and Gilmore Happy. 
<laughs> Rally Sport Challenge was the off-road racing with like the Super WRXs and yeah. stuff like that. And through like through in the woods and stuff. Yeah, yeah, that was a sweet game. It was a sweet game. I remember you playing that a lot, actually. I never got into racing games much, but man, every now and again, I just feel like playing one. Yeah, and that one was one of the better ones that I, I played. I'm looking into Dirt. I might get Dirt. Dirt's good. Yeah. Have you ever tried it? No. It's fun. You'd I've, like it. I've heard they're good. Uh, dirt Two is still like forty bucks. And they're on Dirt 3 now. They're popular games. Yeah. It's on OnLive. Is it? Mm-hmm. Is it cheap on OnLive? Although... It's, I, th- I think it's in the play pack. Oh. Maybe. I might do that. I might be wrong, though. Maybe I'll wait till Actually, the Oya comes out. Let me look. And uh, I'll get Dirt uh, dirt on the... Or get it for OnLive with, that I can play with the Oya. Right. right. Oya? 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 I don't know. We're, we're going to... Let's just pronounce it however we want to pronounce it. I heard someone say Oya. Oya? Oya. It's Oya. Oya? Oya, Corey. Okay. Corey, what's your fifth? Well, since I'm the idiot that took it as top five games we played this summer, my fifth game that I played this summer (laughs) uh, was Rainbow Moon. And I talked about it a few podcasts ago. It's developed by SideQuest Studios. For the PS3, it's a PlayStation Network game. came out on July 4th. Um, It's a tactical RPG. Uh, I was kind of let down by it. I think the hype was much better than the actual game. Yeah. and, you know, all the hype surrounding it was like, oh, you got to check out this PlayStation Network game. It's like an awesome RPG that's coming out for the PlayStation 3. And I bought into the hype and bought the game, um, knowing that the reviews that came out right after it came out said how much of a grind fest it could be. Yep. But I figured, you know, I want to sink my teeth into something. I had fun for, like, the, the first couple hours was painful because it was slow to teach you the mechanics of the game. Um, and then the next couple hours I really enjoyed, and then the hours after that, was just a grind yeah and it stopped being fun for me so i have put it down um for now i think i got 12 hours into it okay but that would be my fifth favorite all right or fifth most played <clears throat> fifth most played this summer all right yeah. well what's your fifth my fifth is age of empires three uh summer of 2010 is when i me and my friends play this game because this was my last summer where i didn't have a job so I had a ton of free time to play a game, and probably every night, me and my friends would get on to play at least three games of Age of, Empire, Age of Empires every night. And I remember one story in particular, me and my friend Dakota were playing, and I was the French and he was the Aztecs, and we played a 40-minute treaty game against two experts. Well, you know better than that. What? Treaties? Playing as a French? No, French. Oh, yeah. <laughs> well, and I kind of liked the French in that game. Get out of here. Leave. But anyway, anyway, we're playing a 40-minute treaty game against uh, two expert computers, and... It was like maybe one or two in the morning, and I had fallen asleep uh, at the computer, maybe the second age, and I woke up with five minutes left in the treaty, and you had to scramble <laughs> to catch up. I had to scramble to catch up, but we ended up winning. Really? Yeah. Oh boy. But one of my fonder memories of that game, but that, that's one of my favorite games ever. Yeah. This is my top ten. Had so much fun. Gonna be playing it again soon. That's good stuff. Yeah, with your. Do you have computer. it? Uh, somewhere. I'll play with you. Okay. I still have my copy on here. I think it's cheap too on. Uh, it's ten bucks for everything yeah. on Steam, which yeah. I'm I'm probably gonna buy that because. Which game is this? Age of Empires three. I have that. Sweet. We should all play. We should. Because it's a fun I'd game. Love to. Although it's hard for us to get time to all play a game together. It's also hard for me to play games like that because I know that Corey's gonna rush and kill me in five minutes. <laughs> That's why I never play those games. I think when we played, it was you and Corey versus me and Dan, right? It was. No, I thought that was... Uh, or was it me and Dan? Uh, no. Rise of Nations. I don't think me and Corey would have put you guys on the same team because you guys have played far less than we have. What's that supposed to mean? 
Well, me and Corey play it all, used to play it all the time. But the knowledge was that Dan it, and I have. Was it Age of Empires 3 or was it Rise of Nations? I think Rise of Nations might have been. We played yeah. both. Did we? Yeah. Yeah. Same teams? I like one game of both or something like that. I don't remember playing Age of Empires 3. Corey and I won. Yeah, right? you were the Russians. I mean, Dan, I think, won the Age of Empires game, but I was god-awful at Rise of Nations, so we, we lost that one because it was basically Dan versus you two. Huh. <laughs> That probably didn't go my way. No, you tried. Valiant okay. effort. I think I didn't. I keep keep hiding people in the map so that you had to, <laughs> oh, yeah. you had to find them to kill them. I remember that now. Because it was like 20 minutes of that. Yeah. Yeah. Okay. <laughs> I forgot about I that. I was just trying to be a dick. <laughs> All right, Eric, what's your fifth? Oh, boy. My fifth is James Bond Nightfire for PS2. I don't know what year it was. I'm too old to remember years. But, um,. I don't know what it was about that. You know, I do know what it was about that game. We've talked about this before, but yeah. maybe we have some new listeners. Hopefully. We used to, our friend Kyle was just the butt of all jokes yeah. in our circle of friends in high school. And what we used to do was you could each name your, your character separately. And we all used to make a name that was somehow making fun of him. Yeah. And he used to get just royally <laughs> pissed off. And it made that game so much more fun. Yeah. I mean, it was a fun game anyway. Right. That, coupled with putting the gravity down to, like, almost nothing. Or, yeah. No gravity, and you're just jumping all over the map. Almost like Halo, except way less gravity. Right. And I think there were jetpacks. Was there jetpacks? Or am I just there was whole, a, completely full of shit? I don't recall. There was, like, a, a, a what, are the, what does Batman have? The little zip line that he shoots out. Oh, a zip line. That, yeah, they're, they're those you could shoot across and scoot across the map really fast. Okay, <laughs> so maybe that was the the jetpack I was thinking of. <laughs> I'm, not, I'm not sure it was Nightfire, though. Are you sure it wasn't The World Is Not Enough? No, I'm not sure, but I just gave up looking and assumed it was Nightfire. I think Nightfire was the one that came out after the one we played I think you're right, but I can't remember what the fuck it was called. Well, we all said Nightfire when he asked. That's what came to my head. Same here. Is the world was not enough for PS2? I think so. I thought I had that for PS1. I'm gonna look. I'll be damned. Maybe it could have been Tomorrow Never Dies. Let me, why don't I just look? Or maybe that's what I had for <laughs> PS1. Um, yeah, but There's no. So many of them. We had a blast playing that game. Whichever yeah, that was is. that was a lot of and fun. When you talk about James Bond games, that's never one that comes up. It's right. always Goldeneye. You yeah. know what I mean? But I actually remember playing that multiplayer more than I do Goldeneye. Yeah. Just because we did it all the time. Yep. And Me too. It was great. It was one of those yeah. games that like nobody was really playing, and yeah. we just like found a way to make it awesome. Yeah. By picking fun of our one of our good friends. <laughs> <laughs> like Eric said, the one that was the butt of all jokes. Of all jokes. Yeah. So I'll look. I'll look and see about that while you guys go with your four. Or all right. Five. I, I miss. I want to say though, I miss those days where everybody huddles around the same TV screen and the just same, hangs out all night. The, the same crappy 19-inch. Uh, Some of us are in corporate TV. America now. <laughs> <laughs> no, I with hope. I'm with you. I remember taking my my 19-inch uh, RCA. Hundred pound television over to Jared's, and yeah. we it would be split four ways yep. for four, like oh. Halo tournaments. Did, I mean, geez, we had we, we literally would get sixteen people on those shitty little TVs, yeah. split four ways. Yeah, sixteen play, players, four on each TV. You're right. How did we do it? It's a wonder we're not blind. Well, it, I'm pretty blind. We're pretty much legends. I feel like yeah, that too. There was always the one juggernaut TV that the assholes always ended up on because they gave everybody else a hard time. Sorry about that. 
<laughs> I wasn't naming names. I know what you meant. <laughs> yeah. So yeah, let me look look into that while you guys go on. Okay. Uh, on number four, my f- fourth game that I spent all summer playing was Baseball Stars. Back in the old Nintendo days, it was uh, pup- developed by SNK and released in July 1989. Now this is a game. I don't know you. I play this with Chris. I used to go spend a couple weeks over at his house in the summer, our cousin Chris. Then he used to come to our house for a couple weeks in the summer. And this is the game that we were playing when we had his Nintendo on the shag carpeting and it melted the bottom because we played for so long. <laughs> the, the The bottom of the Nintendo was all warped and twisted. And, nice, nice um, work. <laughs> because we played baseball stars for – and that was back in the day when we could be up for two nights in a row and not even think about it, you know. Mm-hmm. So we played that that constantly. Baseball Stars, I think, is still, to this day, one of the better baseball games ever, too. I don't think sure. it translates well to modern modern video games as well as, as older baseball games. So There's a, a Baseball Stars for iOS. Have you checked that out at all? No. I don't know how faithful it is to the old ones, uh, or if it's even made by the same people. I don't know, but right. there is one. And I think I might have downloaded it and played it for a little while. I can't remember, but huh. I would look into it. Yeah, I'm going to, because that was a great game. I'm looking right now. All right. You want me to talk about GameSpot yeah. real quick? Yeah, go ahead. It wasn't The World Is Not Enough, because that didn't come out for PS2. Okay. It was planned to come out, but they canceled it. Uh-huh. Um, it only came out for 64, Nintendo 64, PlayStation, and Game Boy Color. Okay. So maybe it was Nightfire. Nightfire. Was there an agent something for PS2? Agent Underfire. That might have been it. Yeah? It doesn't sound right, but maybe. I'll figure it out. Did you, did you look at any screenshots for it and see if that was like what you remember? Agent Under Fire? Let Either me, that one or the other one, Nightfire. <clears throat> All right, Corey, what's your fourth game that My you played this summer? My fourth most played game this summer is Saints Row the... Th- actually. Yeah, Saints Row the Third. Um, again, I've talked about it a few weeks ago. Yeah. Uh, developed by Volition. It's a open-world action-adventure game similar to the Grand Theft Auto series. But what I really like about it, and uh, I don't really like the Grand Theft Auto games, but what I really liked about Saints Row is that it's sort of self-reflexive. It, it knows it's a big joke, and it doesn't take itself too seriously, unlike uh, I feel like Grand Theft Auto does take itself a little too seriously. Yeah. And for me, that's not fun. Um, I've said if there's a game where you want to beat somebody to death with a dildo out in the street, Saints Row the Third is your game. Yeah. I think... But I've had a... Sorry, go ahead. I think Grand Theft Auto only had one thing where it kind of poked fun at itself, and that was the um, the Vespa chase through the park. That was kind of oh, funny. But, but other than that, it, yeah, it took itself way too seriously. But anyway, there's a, there's a mode in Saints Row the Third where you're uh, a little four-wheeler, and you go out on the street, and your four-wheel's on fire, and if you crash into anything, it explodes. It's, uh, nice. it's a lot of fun. There's a lot of fun little game modes like that. Um Never got around to beating it. Again, it got to a point. I think I might have played it like 20 hours. Um, got to a point where I was just like, eh, you know, I'm not really getting much more out of this other than the occasional time sink. Yeah. So I sent it back. Uh-huh. Uh, I got that Gamefly, actually. But, yeah, I, again, uh, I highly recommend it. And if I had played it um, the year it came out, it might have been my contender for Game of the Year. Did it come out earlier this year or did it come out late last year? Late last I think year. last year. Last year. Okay. Because it was Giant Bomb's Game of the Year. Oh, was it? Yeah. Oh, cool. Very nice. All right. Yep. Will, 
Number four. My number four is Super Smash Bros. Brawl. This game came out in the, uh, March 9th of 2008, and I talked about on this podcast how I skipped a major math test to go to the midnight release and play this game a ton, and pretty much played it nonstop all the way through the summer into 2009. Played uh, a lot of tournaments over that summer. It was one of my favorite all-time games. Yeah. Great, great time. It, that was also a game where I'd, I've never been more excited for a video game than that one. Really? So, yeah, got delayed two times from December to February, then to February into March. So the hype was built for it. Yeah. So that's the only game I've ever been beyond excited for. Nice. Hmm. Okay. Great game. Eric, number four. Number four. Um, I'm going to say I feel like I'm shortchanging this game, but I'm going to say FIFA 12 is number four. Mm-hmm. That's obviously this year. But, my God, I just play a shit ton of that game. Yeah. Summer, winter, it doesn't matter when. It's good, though, because it's a good enough game that you feel like your $60 that you spent oh, on that game is well worth that's it. That's probably the most worth any game I've ever bought, Yeah. to be honest with you. That's a good Because, I mean, thing. the new one's coming out in, like, a month or two, and I'm still playing last year's. Yeah. But, I mean, I've talked about FIFA 12 enough on here, I think. Right, but, right. I mean, if you if you haven't played a soccer game, even if you don't like soccer... Well, you say what you want. I don't care because Super Smash Brothers sucks. Okay. Okay. I do like soccer games, but it's just not one. I I, I tend not to buy sports games. Right. But. Yeah, yeah. I could see that. But even if you're thinking about it, try it. Yeah. You'll like it. Yeah. Okay. All right. That's my tangent. All right. My number three game is Madden '96. Mm. Uh, Tiburon Entertainment came out in 1995. Um. Once again, I, you know, I bring up Chris. Actually, and one more after this too is is one I play with Chris. I feel like we all we did when we were there was play video games. Um, and Madden '96 was no exception. It was the first one that had all the player names and stuff, and you could create a player. So really, we sunk sunk endless hours into that game. And uh, it was back in the day when kind of playing with another person was kind of hard, mm-hmm. but we still got good enough to win on like expert level with two people which is saying a lot because we played it so much is the one we played together and put on youtube yeah yeah it was that was yeah that was our youtube video was mad 96 that was a lot of fun that was a good game yeah obviously i lost my ability to play well but (laughs) why did i mean this was did you lose i don't remember no yeah me and eric were losing yeah we lost yeah we didn't play the whole game. I think we only played half. Oh, yeah, we did play half. But we were losing. Yep, yep. All right, I remember it now. So, yep, Madden 96 was my third. How about you, we Corey? Should, uh, Go ahead. We should give Chris Henry a shout-out. Yeah. Since he's not feeling too well. Yeah. Oh, yes, that poor bastard. If it's his gallbladder like what I had, that sucks. And I yeah, feel I really know. bad. But anyway, for people that don't know, Chris is our cousin and a very loyal listener. Uh-huh. And he was so. on our Star Wars... Uh, He's on a couple episodes. Star Wars Galaxies. And... Uh, it was Farewell Star Wars Galaxies. Oh, and the Final, 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 Final Fantasy VI yeah. episode, too. Yeah. So... I know we had some people that were fans of his. He's under the weather. Yeah. Right now. But the good news is, if it is his gallbladder, it's fixable easily. For yeah. the doctors, easily. A little, a little knifing. Little knife and we'll do do it. Been there, done that. Little stabbing. Mm. Okay. 
tasty. Go ahead, Corey. What? Three. Three? <laughs> yeah. All right. My number three game is another one I talked about just a couple weeks ago, I think, um, is a game called Endless Space. Oh, yeah. It's a 4X strategy game. Um, I compared it a lot to Master of Orion 3 or 2, which is a game I know at least Dan has played a lot. Oh, yeah. uh, developed by Amplitude Studios, came out July 4th, 2012. Um, yeah, there's not much more to say other than what I already said. I did go back to it a couple times after I said I wouldn't just because I was looking for that, you know, space immersion. Um, especially with the did, the... did the Mars rover land yet, Curiosity? Uh, Did that happen? What? I don't know. I, I actually have not been paying attention, believe it or not. That's usually my thing, but Maybe I, I would say week. probably not. Maybe, yeah, yeah, I don't know. Heard um, things, I know man. it's coming up, the landing for that, and that's kind of been getting me... It's my space porn. Yeah. I mean. <laughs> it, it's, um, it's funny that you say that because I'm actually right now looking at buying a game that's that, that fits that kind of thing, and I, there's not very many games that are in that category. Uh... And, you know, Master of Ryan 2 is probably the best one. Yeah. And that's how old? It came out in the mid-90s, late-90s. Sure. So. And the thing is, like, within the space, the strategy part of it is good. Like, the gameplay is all good, but it doesn't have that level of immersion that Master of Orion had. Right. And like I talked about on the podcast, the way it sort of does it is through just little touches here and there, little artistic touches yeah. um, with the animations and... and the imagery and all that stuff. Yep. And that goes a long way and, and endless space doesn't really have that. Right. It was, it, it's a game I had my eye on and was interested in. I might I give it a try. If you can get it cheap, I would say definitely get it. Yeah. yeah I think it's like what? 35 bucks right now. Uh, I can't remember what I paid for it. It was, uh, I think it was uh, on sale during the steam sale. Oh yeah. So you probably got it cheap when it first came out. Okay. No, I didn't get it through steam. I got it through amazon oh, okay all right well number three number three is mass effect one and two i played those games 2011 summer i hadn't played mass effect when we started this podcast and when you guys talked about it it was in your top 10 games and stuff like that so i figured i should give it another shot so i did over the summer of last year and played those games all the way through good stuff played them religiously yeah very good games it's probably in my top five one of the, at least one of the three games for. Yeah. That's how much I loved them. Yeah, absolutely. Yep, played Mass Effect 2 and got every achievement for it. That's one of my crowning achievements nice. for Xbox Live Atta Gaming. Boy. I'm a couple away, a couple away. Nice. It's all downloadable, downloadable content stuff that I have to do. Yeah. Still. I so. still have to do Mass Effect 1, and then I'm really close with 3. Okay. Very nice. All right, Eric, number 3. Number three for me is Tekken Tag Tournament, oh, yeah. um, which I think was kind of the same summer of whatever James Bond game that was that we played. Uh, that must have been Nightfire, because that's the only one I can seem to find. Or it could have been Agent Underfire. It's one of those two. Yeah. But, um, yeah, Tekken Tag was a lot of fun. Um, also, because I used to get another one of our friends really upset when I played it because of the characters that I chose on it, because they were cheap to use and very easy to use. Huarang. Huarang. Um, but yeah, just a lot of fun having Tekken tournaments. Yeah. And I'm going to buy the next one when it comes out. Tekken Tag. Looks good. Two. When's that coming out? I don't know. I'll look, but. I think, is it, I think we decided it's in the fall. It's soon. 
yeah it's, it's relatively soon but I, if you're into fighting games i mean definitely get that one yeah well i mean we talked about it, but the whole tag tagging in and out aspect it's of awesome. it adds another layer of complexity mm-hmm. to the to the fighting genre yep so <clears throat> comes out september 11th ow same day as nhl 13 that's an expensive day yeah yeah I keep saying I'm not going to get NHL 13, but I'm going to get if NHL If it comes 13. down to it, I'm going to get NHL instead, which is yeah. probably going to come down to that. Right. <laughs> so. <laughs> Maybe I'll get both. Well, screw you, Will. You want to pay know. one of my bills so I can get both? There you go. All right, let's let's go through uh, five Maybe. through three again. Maybe. Um, my f- fifth game I spent a lot of time in the summer playing is Rally Sport Challenge. Fourth is Baseball Stars. And third is Madden 96. Corey. Uh, once again, I didn't get the memo, so my list is the top five games I've played this summer. Uh, number five was Rainbow Moon, number four was Saints Row the Third, and number three is Endless Space. Uh-huh. My number five is Age of Empires 3, number four is Super Smash Bros. Brawl, and number three is Mass Effect 1 and 2. Number five for me was James Bond, <laughs> either Nightfire or Agent Underfire, I don't remember which. Uh, FIFA 12 and uh, was four, and three was Tekken Tag Tournament. All right. All right, number two, my second game I spent the most time in the summer playing was Halo. Um, this was the other game I got with my Xbox when I got it new, uh, right before I graduated. Nice. Uh, obviously developed by Bungie. Released on November 15th, 2001. So I got I got it in probably June 2002. And uh, our, our friend that we talked about, Kyle, he's the first one of us to get an Xbox. And he got picked on a lot for buying that Xbox, but did uh, he? Yeah, I, yeah, we picked on him a lot. Did we really? Yeah. Oh, look yeah. at look at us now. I know. Isn't that weird? <laughs> he had a lot yeah, of foresight. I before I was cool enough to hang out with you guys, you brought me over to his place just uh, so you'd have another person to sit in to play Halo. Yeah. Um, it was only the first few months. I think once we started playing Halo, where we stopped picking on him. Um, no, I, no, we didn't. Well, I mean, for about, for, about having an Xbox, oh, yeah. Okay. Um, so, but yeah, I, I I played the campaign over and over and over again in that game, and then and then all the time we spent having Halo parties that summer after we after we you and me graduated, Eric. Mm-hmm. So much time. I was about two seconds away from starting the campaign on that yesterday. Oh, on the combat or the anniversary the anniversary edition? edition? Yeah, you should call well, me. No, I'll I'm, play. I'm gonna. I'm gonna. Oh yeah, you're waiting. I'm not waiting. For uh, Billy, right? Well. Aren't you doing that? Well, we were going to do the, the co-op, but, I mean. You I, just end up playing online, right? I, yeah, I feel like if I do co-op, I might not catch as much. Especially with Billy, because we just do nothing but crack jokes about everything at all times. So I don't know if I'm going to catch the story. You know what I mean? Yeah. And that's the only reason I'm doing, doing it. it. Yeah. Uh-huh. Alrighty. Corey, number two. Hi. Hi. Hey. Uh, my number two is Rayman Origins. It was a toss-up for my number two and my number one of, once again, the games I spent the most time playing this specific summer. Developed by Ubisoft Montpelier, it's a puzzle platformer very similar to the Mario games, um, and I love it. I absolutely love it. Me and my girlfriend are still playing it every now and again. Um, she can only play one level. She she looks forward to playing, and we'll play one level, but then she's bored, so we only ever play one level at a time. Right. So I'll probably have it forever before we beat it. Um, but yeah, I, I mentioned um, on an episode this summer that I think I like it even more than the most recent Mario games to come out, 
there's a lot more going on in the levels, and uh, I think it's a lot more creative. The soundtrack, I think, is definitely an upgrade from the Mario games. Um, and it does all the things the Mario games do, you know, the, the fun kind of drop-in-and-out four-player co-op. Yeah. That's all well and good. Um, so I highly recommend it to anybody who is looking for a, a fun a fun platformer for the whole family. <laughs> Sounds good. And I did want to say, Eric, could it have been The World Is Not Enough for 64? No. I feel like it was a PlayStation. Yeah, I do too. I'm almost positive. I'm starting to think I can remember holding a Nintendo 64. See, I remember holding PS controller. That's interesting. I remember it being interesting. I remember it being PlayStation 2. We could just ask Graham. I know for a fact that he would know. Or look at gameplay. You might want to text Graham right now. All right. I'm going to... I would be stunned if he didn't know the answer to this question. Yeah. <laughs> or any question that I ask. I'd have to agree. I'd have Make to sure you let him know that one of us thinks it's the world is not enough. No, no, no. I'm not going to give him any inklings. I just want to see if he can just pull the name out of his ass. All right. Well, then you can't say, I think it was for PS2. No, I won't. I won't. I'll just oh, say, okay. what was the name okay. of that PlayStation? Or, or no. What was the name <laughs> of that James Bond game we all used to play? There and you go. picked on Kyle while we were playing yeah. it. Yeah. I would put I would put that in, All right. too. All right, well, number two. Number two is Call of Duty World at War. Uh-huh. Begged my mom to get me this game when I got my Xbox and have enough money to get it, and all my friends had it, so she obliged, which I was surprised at the time that she would she did that, and I played that game a ton. I got tenth prestige in that game, which I had twenty five days worth of gameplay, I think. Wow, which is a lot. Yeah. So I'll play that game a ton. Well, it's my favorite Call of Duty by far. Nice. Classic one. That's what, three Call of Duties ago? Yeah, I'd say. Yeah. Two Oop. Modern Warfares modern and Black Warfare. Ops? Yeah. Okay. That's right. And not to count the amount of hours I spent with zombie mode. Right. That was a lot of fun. I remember <sighs> playing that at Eric's. It was a blast. Zombies, the first time I played that, I was like, this is the best thing I've ever played. Yeah. It was pretty sweet. I was wrong, but it was still pretty fun. Right. Yeah. Right, right, right. <laughs> Then you play Gears of War 3, and then you're like, no, this is it. Gears 3 was pretty bitching. Yeah. All right, Eric, number two. Uh, number two for me is Halo Reach. That's based on this year, because yeah. I've been playing a shit ton of it in preparations for our big tournament, Rookies versus Veterans, and in preparations for Halo 4 itself without the tournament, just because uh, my friend Billy and I have decided that we're going to just play the shit out of Halo 4 and start entering some tournaments, so... We're practicing up, and uh, I, I like Halo Reach a lot. Yeah, it's frustrating, but that's just because all multiplayer. multiplayer competitive online gaming is frustrating. Yeah, but did we talk about whether you like Reach or Th- Halo Three better? I don't know if I've really played Halo Three. Okay, much, we only played honest. it a little bit together online. The two games that I've played the most of Halo is Halo One and Halo Reach. Yeah, because uh, I. Because there's some debate, and I, I definitely like Reach better. Do you? I think Halo 3. I feel like most people that I've talked to have liked Reach better. Yeah, I like three. Do you have Halo Three? No, no, I traded in a little while ago. I have it. I think you do. Yeah, I think I traded in towards Reach. Did you? Maybe. Yeah. Because no. I knew I wasn't going to play it anymore. No, Halo Reach is fun. I really enjoy uh, SWAT mode where it's only headshots. Yeah. And all the, the modes inside of SWAT, like I like stockpile a lot where you just got to collect flags. But nobody ever picks them. They always do like just straight SWAT or like SWAT uh, magnums, yeah. which is fun, but sometimes you, you don't have to switch it up. 
And I hate a couple of the maps. I just hate uh, yeah. a Zealot, Arena Zealot. You know which one that yeah, is? that's the the remake, right? Yeah, of I don't the know one from what Halo it is, One, but I hate it. And I hate uh, a sword base. I don't hate the map itself. I just hate how it's played, played the same way every time. It always ends up just everybody gathering around the the green shoot thing, and somebody's standing there waiting for you when you come up, and and everybody oh. picks it. It's always the one oh, that gets picked. Yeah, I hate that one so much. I don't hate the map. I just hate that it's the same thing every time. Yeah, and it always gets picked if it's on the list. It's getting picked. Yeah, which is ridiculous. But. I, I usually go by there, but I go into that room, and then you go up to that little vent area. Oh, I always go there. I go up to the yeah. top part and snipe. Shoot it, shoot into there. I always do that, but no, I, I really enjoy Halo a ton. Mm-hmm. Okay. I think I didn't realize how big of a Halo fan I was until this summer. Yeah. It's good stuff. It is. I I'm gotta start playing really again. excited Same for here. Halo Polishing 4. up my skills. Yeah. Okay. Same, same here. All right, on to my first game, or first favorite summer game. Star Wars Episode One Racer. Hey, that's a great game. Once again, I uh, spent all summer playing this with Chris, and you know I was there for two weeks, and we probably barely went to the bathroom, barely ate, and just played Star Wars Episode <laughs> One Racer that summer. Nice. Um, I can't think of a time where I binged more on gaming in my entire life. I mean, we stayed up. We would stay up two nights and then sleep a couple hours. And then stay up another two nights and sleep a couple hours. I love it. It was just, it was kind of sickening, actually. I, just, I find it to be very and, soothing. And I always, I always thought I was like, you know, eleven or twelve when I played it. But I, was, I think I was more like fifteen, <laughs> maybe sixteen. So should have been more interested I, in girls. Right. At the time. I was, I was a little <laughs> older than I thought I was initially. But great game, great game. No. Oh, actually, one of my friends has a, and emulator on his android phone and it has that game on it and it runs like pretty well and it looks awesome what where's this star wars episode one racer no on, a, on an emulator for a oh, phone oh, okay it's pretty pretty badass that was an awesome game i yeah, remember it was. that it's so good i still want to buy a nintendo 64 just to play that game they should come out with that on wii virtual console but we already talked about that all right Corey, number one my number one is a little game called Dawn of Discovery. Uh, I think of all the games, I don't know if I spent the most time playing it, but of all the games I've played this summer, uh, I think it's the best one, in my opinion, and the one I'm most likely to return to. I've talked to it a bunch, I've talked about it a bunch on here, and I think I even recommended it to somebody last episode as more of a, a, a economics management sim than, you know, like a traditional Age of Empires or... Mm-hmm. Rise of Nations. You recommended uh, it to me. Yeah. It probably yeah, wasn't it was last there. episode because you got booted. Oh, yeah, it wasn't. <laughs> it might not even... Two episodes ago, maybe? Three? It was a little while ago. I can't remember. But anyway, it, continue. It's all a blur yeah. at this point. But yeah, I plan on returning to it at some point. I uh, had a lot of fun with it. Very addictive. Um, there's a lot going on, a lot to manage, and it is a game that you can play co-op with somebody else, which I think would be a lot of fun because there is so much going on. Uh, that it would be so much easier just to have two people keeping track of everything rather than just one person. You know, one person can cover. Because the way it works is it's all about resources, and every island has specific resources, and you could only harvest them from that island. So if a few different people took management over of uh, individual islands, I think it would make it a lot more easy and a lot of fun, you know, just to hang out and do whatever people like to do when they hang out and play Dawn of Discovery. <laughs> Build up your colony. 
Heroin yeah. usually, but I mean, whatever you want to do. Yeah, crack cocaine. <laughs> rack city, bitch. Rag, rag city, bitch. <laughs> <laughs> All right, well, number one. Uh, my number one is Fallout 3. Um, I got this game in May of 2009, and... This was right when Mothership, no, not Mothership Zeta, but Broken Steel came out, which is the expansion to where when you die at the end of Fallout 3, you come back to life and you can continue through there. So I still had two more DLCs to go. The Pit had already come out. Operation Anchorage had come out. Uh, Point Lookout and Mothership Zeta were still to come out. So I had a ton of content to play in this game. Yeah, those are all big expansions. They were. They added at least 10 hours to the game. So... Coming into this game, which this game's over 100 hours, without all that, you know, I probably got another 100 out of all that content, so I had so much time to, so much, like, to do in that game, yeah. and I just played through it. It was the same time I was playing World at War, so I had to balance between those two games, but the amount of time I spent in Fallout 3 was sick. I beat that three times on my Xbox, just to do the different, like, uh, Paragon stuff, and then the bad bad guy and then the neutral guy and not to mention i'd be at twice on your xbox dan and once on Corey's. oh wow so when somebody asked us what game have you beaten over and over again i forgot that i had beaten that michael Fall- nelson yeah michael nelson fallout 3 was another one that i forgot to mention yeah because i just remembered about all that today right but good amazing game good stuff I, I think i may have finally found a game that i want to play for a second time oh batman arkham city arkham city Ooh. i had a hankering today it's good stuff stuff because i saw dark knight rises oh you didn't talk about oh that's right i did do that that's fine it's awesome we'll save it for next week (laughs) Um, all right number one eric for my number one game it's uh the original halo is my number one um just basically what dan said before like um oh hold on text from graham about james bond he says it's tomorrow never dies which (laughs) was one that none of us (laughs) mentioned is he right? I don't think so. Jeez. I'm looking at Nightfire right now on YouTube, and there's the grapple and everything. Yeah? Yeah. Tomorrow never dies. All right. Well, yeah, Halo, I mean, we had so many Halo tournaments at Jared's basement and endless hours and yeah. no sleeping and what other other shenanigans we got into um, while we were there. Pepperoni and bacon pizza. Oh, Mountain Dew cases. Just cases of Mountain Dew. Strewn about the room. Ugh, <laughs> that's why I got fat. It was that. Yeah, it was, it was the start. That, it was, it was that the start summer. of it. That summer is what caused this, Dan. Yeah, yep. Damn it! But it was totally worth it. And then Graham's the reason I dropped out of college because he went and got an apartment. Same here. And we went over there and Dan, we stayed there. Dan, I think there. our lives have taken a similar route. <laughs> we stayed there for days and didn't shower and played video games and <laughs> ditched class. Just ditched class. But that was in, that was in the winter. I feel like we spent a lot of time there in the winter. Okay, uh, let's go over our lists real quick again. Uh, five for me was Rally Sport Challenge. Four was Baseball Stars. Three was Madden 96. Two was Halo. And one was Star Wars Episode One Racer. Corey. Meh. List. Rainbow Moon, Saints Row the Third, Endless Space, Rayman Origins, and Dawn of Discovery. Uh-huh. And if I had to say what game, number one game I played the most throughout all of my summers, it would definitely have to be EverQuest. The original oh, request. Shit. When I was 14, <laughs> 14 15, uh, I had to babysit Will. And, you know, I basically spent 
all of that time in front of the computer except when I had to help Will with whatever. I thought about a EverQuest, but I, was, I decided against it. I was going to put that on my list, and I freaking forgot. I was wondering if one of you guys were going to have that. Shit. Oh, well. Will, go ahead. Uh, my number five is Age of Empires 3. Number four is Super Smash Bros. Brawl. Number three is Mass Effect 1 and 2. Two is Call of Duty World at War, and one is Fallout 3. All right. Eric. Uh, my five is James Bond. Something Could or other. Could have been any number of games. <laughs> uh, four is FIFA 12. Three is Tekken Tag Tournament. Two is Halo Reach, and one is Halo the Original. Okay. Yeah, we're going to take a quick break and be right back with our feedback and news right after this. Welcome back, everybody, to episode 54 of the Thumbstick Athletes podcast. As usual, after the main segment break, we are in feedback. First feedback was from Allison Murtha, our sister. Let me swing my laptop over a little more. A lady. Yes. <laughs> Your yes. sister. She said, I'm just Sweet. listening to episode 52, and I wanted to clarify. The Adele incident took place the night of the Christmas cookie bake slash Anne-Marie's birthday party. We were coming home from the bar, and Chris and Denise got in a big argument because Denise wanted to get up early the next morning and head back to PA for church. Will stayed at Corey's apartment playing video games while we were at the bar and was unaware of the war that was waged in the car on the way home. As Will as Will told it the next day, Corey and Chris stayed up all night listening to Adele and contemplating life. The end. <laughs> we, we should, I gotta jump in there and clarify. We weren't contemplating to be or not to be. That wasn't the, the question. Right. Uh, well, just, I don't know, you know about that. More or less the meaning, not whether we should there is no meaning yeah okay yeah you are you are right you guys did keep me up until like four or five that's that's back in hopeless Corey days i miss those days when when chris and i get going we really get going (laughs) no kidding you're talking about chris when he gets going on anything he really gets going (laughs) yeah it it takes me being drunk to really get going on something like existential stuff like that yeah but we're together and we're drunk it's uh it could probably go for days if uh, we let it. I get that same way when I'm drinking. You get me talking about something like that, and I'll just go with it. Something deep. Something real. I something, get, something you can I'll sink like your teeth into. Just re- balls deep into things when yeah. I'm drinking. Yep. Oh, yeah. Man. And it's fun because like you think you're being very eloquent and making perfect sense, <laughs> but if you had heard yourself. Corey, <laughs> you're listen, I know we've had quite a few of these drunk talks, and we're being as eloquent as it comes. <laughs> well, you understand each other. <laughs> well, that's yeah, true. exactly. <laughs> And but whatever no one, anybody else thinks they can fuck off. No one else understands. I've been in those. Those yeah. are fun. Those are some of my best talks. That's why we that's why we drink. <laughs> is to have count deep conversations. So I can get balls deep. Yeah, exactly. So you can sink your teeth into something juicy. <laughs> besides a burger. Put a good flesh out of it. Yeah. You could be you could be drunk and say something that makes absolutely no sense even to another drunk person and you're like, you know what I mean, man? And the other guy's always just like, Yeah, man. Dude, I totally hear what you're saying. You want another beer, man? It's on me this time. I got it. Yeah. But wait, you don't have a job. I got it, man. (laughs) Don't worry. Don't worry about it. All right, then she goes She goes on to say, also still laughing about Jacob's drinking game. Spot on. Oh, yes, the drinking game. Yes, there's more and more rules that are coming out. Is that right? And actually, well, I forgot to read something that he posted last week um, due to my internet trouble. 
I didn't forget. I, I couldn't call it up. But anyway, uh, Michael Nelson says, I have to commend Will on his decision to pick the Golden Gophers as a native Minnesotan. It makes me happy that he chooses the maroon and gold over every other team. Here's hoping the real team can hit the 500 mark this season. I'm not holding my breath. So there you go, Will. They have a pretty good quarterback. Do they? I don't know his real name at all. Oh, that's right, because in the game that's – It's all different. Is there, Do they use fake names? Oh, the ratings are skewed right to hell in that game anyway. Oh, are they? I mean, Notre Dame's ranked like a 97 or something. Yeah. They're not that good. I got more Minnesota news too when we do what we've been playing. Okay. Didn't Excellent. I read that they got the race of one of the quarterbacks wrong on that team? Or on, on that game? On mi- <laughs> oh, on the game? Really? Yeah. I don't know. Actually, now that you mention that, I think I saw that title. But, like, the thing is, is I don't think they can, like, press charges or anything because technically it's not based on them, you know, the NCAA. Oh, yeah, that's true. Because <laughs> you're not supposed to use any any likenesses. Right. So, I don't know. It's, it sounds like a legal – it sounds like a fun thing for lawyers to figure out. Yeah. Yeah, they can they can deal with it. <clears throat> okay. Uh, Jacob Hammond, and this is one I was supposed to read last week but didn't. It says, well, I think Corey will start off, start the game off with three drinks when Corey is on Skype, four drinks when he is in studio, and five drinks when he can't be on the show <laughs> or can't be in the show at all. But I also like the half drink for the um – <laughs> There's a few of those. Also, thanks, Dan. Your yeah, pawn for what's that? That would go a long way. Yeah. Well, I was thinking about it because one of them was sniffling, and I listened like to the end of the last episode when I was having my all my allergy troubles. I sniffed like every three seconds. It was like. I guess you're gonna get pretty shitty when oh we my do this, God. Huh, Dan. Well, I, I I've been good. Knock on wood so far today. I haven't really had a problem with it, but. Mm. That How saying can that, we get Dan sick before we do this? <laughs> I don't know. See, since I'm not involved with this, I can just enjoy. No, you have there to you drink go. something. Water. Mountain Dew. Yeah, something. I'll get sick. Yeah, well, that's the idea. <laughs> we got to find something better than just drinking water for you, Will. Non-alcoholic beer. Maybe we'll make you eat until you throw up. <laughs> oh, there you go. <laughs> How about that? We'll just get like instead 100 of, chicken nuggets from mcdonald's or something i was gonna say instead of drinks it could be slices of pizza pizza works we could just get like four little caesars grab and goes yeah. okay i can do that that's only all 20 right. bucks let's do that all right will's gonna be a glutton and we're gonna be just alcoholics for yeah. the night. as long as i have like four things of water no 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 no, no water no water come on this is this this is a a test of will not no pun intended <laughs> All right, we, fortitude. We should actually like write down all the rules and put them all in one place. Maybe we post them, post them on the wall. But I mean, also like on the website. Yes. Or we could snap a photo of it and then put it on the website. Tell you what, Dan. While I'm hard at work, next time I close tomorrow night, mm-hmm. I'll print something real nice up. Okay, right. sounds excellent. Yeah. All right. He says. Also, thanks, Dan, your pawn for Dragon's Dogma. She has been a big help. She was 20 levels higher than my character, so it was awesome. I also bought Borderlands, and I recommend that people go back to it because it's awesome, and you get the helmets and skins for Borderlands 2 with your save game. And then this week's hero, can you please read my last fee- feedback before you read this one? So, yeah, I did that. Uh, for your drinking game episode, I have something for you to do. It is a video game Jeopardy. First, pick a host, and the host will pick the games you will discuss. Second, there will be a board with NES, SNES, PlayStation, Xbox, and PC all with 100 to 500 points, just like Jeopardy. Of course, the player will pick a category and points. Then the host will read a description of a game without 
giving the name of the game or the main character. For example, if a player picks NES for 100, a Western-themed game centered around blank, a bounty hunter who is after vicious criminals of the Wild West. Buzz in, yeah, I agree. Buzz in and guess. If you get it right, you get the points and a drink. The answer is Gunsmoke. You could play this for a while, having two rounds and final Jeopardy. I think that's a great idea. That is a yeah. good idea. That'll take some work, but... Don't look at me. Corey? What? Nah. <laughs> that, that's actually good. Once I'm a stay-at-home dad again in about a month, I, I will I will take it upon myself to come up with a Jeopardy game that I will host for people. All right. Sweet, man. How's that sound? Perfect. That'll right. be fun. So that's a great idea, Jacob. Thank you for that. I think we need to start doing more, like, competitive gaming tournaments and shit, too. Yeah. We should challenge, like, I mean, not just amongst ourselves, but... Yeah. Koreans. Other... All right, but... Star- I mean, anybody, Starcraft? Anybody, really. I don't know if I want to play Koreans in Starcraft. Neither do I. I don't know. I'm not playing Starcraft anyway. <laughs> it would be, uh, it'd, be a, it'd be a pretty good bit, though, to watch that. Uh, yeah. Just watch us get our asses whooped. Yeah. <laughs> I agree. That, w- that would be a good bit. <laughs> if I could uh, record on my computer, I, w- I would go try and do that. Because I'm awful at StarCraft. I'm calling up the Twitter feedback, by the way. Okay. okay. If, I don't even know if there is any. Probably not. <laughs> no Twitter feedback. Oh, man. I wish we had left a drunken voicemail last night like I said I was going to. Damn it. Let me check and make sure there is no voicemails, because sometimes they come in while while we're doing this. And Does anybody know why people keep posting stuff on Facebook about Chick-fil-A today? Does anybody know what that's about? All right. I um, saw it on Twitter, but it was like completely unrelated to people I know. There's Chick-fil-A. Are you talking about the Chick-fil-A Appreciation Day? I don't know. I well, feel like there's something else attached with it that I don't know well, about. Well, there was the whole, the whole gay thing. I didn't hear about it. Um... Uh, someone in someone high, someone high up in the company, to, uh, I don't know, has didn't d- said something against gay marriage or something. I don't oh, know. and pe- okay. people are all pissed off about it because somebody wrote, "I like freedom of speech and I like Chick Fil A." Yeah, I usually go into the "I don't give a fuck" category. Yeah, I don't give a shit what I don't, other people I don't, say or do. I don't care what's going on. <laughs> I like your food a lot. Yeah, please open one near me. Yeah, exactly. That's the category I fall into. <laughs> please open one in Binghamton. I can care less what you think about anything. Just yeah. keep making me delicious fried chicken. Yes, agreed. Uh, okay, I think that's it for feedback. Once again, if I miss anything, let me know because I'm not good with Facebook. So you'll All get right. it eventually. All right, on to news. Uh, Will. Oh, boy. Why don't you get a start with news? Ooh, just I, get it running. If I have to. Okay. Yes, you do. do Online games suspected of causing teen to shoot at and stab a friend. This is written on Kotaku, and it's written by Luke Plunkett. <clears throat> an unspecified <laughs> online game is suspected to leading to a stabbing of an attempted shooting in Oakley, California, with a 17-year-old boy now in police custody following the incident. On Monday afternoon, the arrested teen and a 20-year-old man reportedly a family friend had been playing the mystery game together online when the 17-year-old allegedly arrived at the doorstep of his victim and after a confrontation was refused entry, that's when things got messy with a teen brandishing a gun. Um, here's a quote from the victim's mother. He actually had the gun aimed at me, but he shot at my son. I went downstairs to call the police and he ran downstairs, put his gun down, ran back up the stairs... And evidently, I thought they were all fist fighting. He was stabbing the crap out of my son. 
The shot missed the 20-year-old man and is currently in stable condition from the multiple stab wounds he suffered. Huh. Um, but that's just pretty much the entire article. But it gets into the whole, are video games causing violence? Crazy <laughs> people. With people. Well, I, this is not really related, but I'm actually kind of surprised that the Aurora movie theater shooting, someone hasn't tried pinning video games <laughs> on it yet. <laughs> I'm, I'm shocked. It's coming. To be honest with you. Yeah, because it is early. It's only been, what, a week it's and a half? It's still young in that. No, I think it would be a, more of a movie thing, though. They'd blame it more on movies or comic books, considering that was the medium that inspired I, it. I, I, I actually think I heard that, it, that somebody said that it was because the uh, Batman's a dark-themed, violent comic. Actually, I think I heard. I think I heard that. Still a ridiculous argument, no matter what. Oh yeah. But I'm I'm still surprised no one's tried to pin it on video games. You Just, know, I'm surprised no one's made that connection. Give it a couple more weeks. Yeah, you're right. It'll be out there. I, I won't be disappointed, probably. No, you'll just be used to it. Yeah. Okay. So, once again, crazy people being crazy. Nothing yeah. to do with the game. Yeah. Wish I knew what game it was. Yeah, they said they will not say what game it is. That's silly. See, I'm wondering, you know, how much the game is even played. If they're not even talking about, well, I don't know. That's probably World of Warcraft. Well, the, why wouldn't they mention the game? See, I, that's why I don't understand. It doesn't say why it didn't mention the game. Which means it's probably not a, it's probably like a family game and it's probably not a violent game at all. And they're just trying to make it seem like he was playing yeah, a violent a story game. Out of it. Yeah. Cause the guy was messed up and it was Super Mario Brothers All Stars. Probably. <laughs> no, they didn't they say it was an online game? Yeah. See I, I just I don't know. I don't understand. It the article is kinda weird. Yeah, it, there's, it's not a big article. It doesn't talk about it a real lot. It just mentions the incident. Nothing else. It doesn't mention the game. I don't know. Yeah, something suspicious about it. Okay, excellent. Corey, what do you got? Uh, this article is a little bit old, but since I haven't been able to do a news article in a while, uh, actually, it's probably just from last week. Yeah, just from last week. Uh, Randy Pitchford's interview with Gamasutra. And basically, there was a lot to take out of the interview, but what all the news outlets took out of it was Borderlands 2 and the lack of copycat games. Um, so I guess Randy Pitchford said that he's actually astonished... This is his quote. I'm actually astonished that we're about to launch a sequel and no one stole it from us. He says, the formula's right there. No one's stolen it yet. That's weird. We're in an industry where people do nothing but steal from each other. That's kind of interesting, isn't it? Not that I want anyone to steal it or I'm challenging people to steal it. And I thought that was interesting. I, I mean, I haven't played Borderlands, so I can't really speak to it to the extent that uh, who played it, Dan? I played it a lot. I think the I three did of too. us have played it. Yeah, yeah. I'll play it. Yeah, I I've, I've probably just put like a couple hours into it. That's all. Um, <clears throat> so he says that their goal uh, when they made the game was to avoid competition. They didn't want to make another Call of Duty or anything like that. And uh, they attribute that to the success for the game because it, it's really you know a hybrid of all sorts of games yeah it is um, it is does kind of stand on its own for the type of game it, that it is it made me wonder or pose the question to myself maybe you guys can help answer is why hasn't there been a copycat borderlands game zynga hasn't gotten around to doing it yet <laughs> zynga hasn't done it yet. i did have a zynga pitch the other day i can't remember what it was yeah i can't remember what it we'll was. tweet it if you think um, about it yeah but I don't know, like, what makes Borderlands so unique that it hasn't been copycat? Like, so, I read uh, some of the comments, and some of the people are like, 
uh, Will Rage is a copy of Borderlands. Um, eh, I would which say... I don't I don't necessarily see. Again, I no. don't play Rage. I can't I can't speak to that. Rage is closer to Fallout than uh, it was Borderlands. Yeah, was definitely. Which which people said Borderlands ripped off Fallout. Mm. No. It doesn't which feel like really Fallout. Not at all. You know, it's just it's just it just happens to be a post apocalyptic setting other than that. The only thing I can not, think uh, of that they can connect is the vault. Yeah. yeah, that's yeah. really the only thing. Yeah, I mean, Borderlands really feels more like a Wild West than anything. I think that's why it doesn't feel like Fallout or uh, what was the sure. other one? Rage. Uh, Rage. Rage yeah. kind of feels like. Well, maybe that feels a little bit like a Wild West. But in, in but, Fallout was uh, much less of a shooter. Um, yeah, it was more of an RPG. I think we talked about it on this podcast. Like the Vats was was actually added later on to make up for the poor shooting mechanic on consoles. Yeah, mm-hmm. no, it, it def- it's definitely a lot harder on consoles than it is on PC. On PC, I barely use the Vats. Yeah, but and it's probably more fun, like the whole shooting aspect of it. To yeah, play on PC, right? Yeah, definitely. For that reason, um, I don't know why yeah. there hasn't been any copycat games. That is actually kind of surprising. It's, because I mean, it's. It kind of takes a, it borrows a lot from a lot of games. Yeah, Diablo um, with all the yeah, Diablo, all the gear. Definitely. Yeah, all the all the first person shooters. Yeah. You there's, know, there's so many elements to the game. It's kind of hard to make a copycat of it. Yeah. I feel. I, I think if you made a copycat, it would. It, I th- maybe it would be too obvious that it was a copycat. You know, because I think a lot of companies try to mask the fact that it's a copycat. Yeah, because it's so different than anything else. I think everyone yeah. would know and get pissed off. Because what was that game that got released? That was a was a torchlight ripoff. That was on iOS, maybe, and then they they had to pull it down because it was like a blatant. Ri- it ripped off audio and and graphics from Torchlight. I think it was Torchlight. Hmm. Yeah, I don't, I don't know about that. I don't remember what it was called, but There's... it was fairly recently that it got taken down. What would that be an article on like Kotaku or something like that? Uh, yeah, I think so. Nope. I feel like it happened maybe last week late last week last week this weekend i'll check that yeah check it out yeah i don't know that's a good question Corey, about why there hasn't been a ripoff i kind of like the answer we came up with you know that that it it borrows from so much and and is so unique that to rip it off would just be too obvious yeah and people don't like that when they do feel like something is is a blatant ripoff you know i feel like people get upset about that totally yeah okay well, thanks for that. Sure. All right, Eric, you want to you want to go ahead? I'll go ahead. Let's roll. Um, <clears throat> I'm only going to comment on the title of this article. Leaderboards are worthless. This is by Russ McLaughlin from some website. Do you know what website? Bitmob. Corey? Bitmob.com. Um, I would strongly disagree with that because basically, my gaming has just really turned into only online competitive multiplayer gaming whether it be sports or, or first person shoes or anything and i always look at the leaderboards yeah like whether it's just like the the overall leaderboard or just the leaderboard within the game like when i play halo i check the score constantly oh yeah almost yeah, no after every death i check it yeah yeah i do too i do that too i like, think that's the only game i do that for though i want to say fifa i always look where i'm ranked with my friends and in the world we check like it it tracks your uh, your pro pro club ranking for the month and how could you say leaderboards are worthless in competitive online gaming? Yeah, hacks, a lot of hacks. Can't you tell like people that are hacking though? You can on FIFA. Yeah, but some by their are, stats, some people are smart enough to make it so it seems less obvious. But still, like, so you can't. You're trust you're them. not gonna make it to the top anyway. You never know. You never might have the chance if they weren't hacked. 
I doubt it. <laughs> you never know. I highly I doubt it. I could not check the leaderboard. Do you know for Call at one person that plays enough to make that? No, but right. it's fun to have that. Either. So, yeah, but most of them are hacked is what I'm saying. But, so, but somebody does it, really. I yeah. Mean. Yeah, somebody does, but still. like I don't I would literally like to, sit here and think to myself, boy, I have a chance of being the number one ranked player in this w- video game. I would like to know who is legitimately the best player in certain stats for different things sure. instead of it being, But oh, you'd never know cheated. without a leaderboard. Yeah, I know, but I'm talking about some people don't take them seriously because they're hacked. Sure. But they're not I mean, worthless. So I know Do you think they're worthless? Uh, for some games, there were, like Call of Duties. They're all hacked up one through at least two hundred. So there's no. I point. still don't find it to be worthless. Like you, you don't want to. You don't want to see like what your kill death ratio is. You don't want to see your gun accuracy. You don't care about any of that stuff when not, you play. Not really kill death. Well, that's not really that's not really leaderboard stuff. No, it I is because you rank, you get ranked against your friends and stuff. Well, the ranking, yeah, but the, the statistics are totally separate from the ranking. Like kills and deaths and stuff like that. I don't like, see how separate, that's separate. Time played. Yeah, it's still because like a leaderboard amongst you and your friend. Are, Leaderboards are ranked. Those we're just, you're talking about statistics. You yeah, but I would statistics. still I would you're still compared to everybody else. That's the leaderboard. I would still count that as a leaderboard. Like it's just your your statistics because they yeah. they could record statistics in a single player game. Well, yeah, but I'm talking about online competition games. Yeah, as as compared to everybody else, right? That's where the leaderboard comes in. Yeah, I, I would mean, still I, I'm not, consider that a leaderboard, a leaderboard though. Guy. Um, I wouldn't say, I, again, I wouldn't say they're worthless. I've never really been into them. Every now and again, I'll like pop in and see just how shitty I am compared to everybody else. Like, am <laughs> yeah, but I even in the top 50%? You, you got to think just... you don't play those kind of games. Right. Ever. So that's why you don't care. No, I, I do. I love playing like NHL and stuff like that. I don't really care what I'm ranked nationally or internationally though. I only care, um, like, you know, actually I don't even really care what my level is. It's fun to have it, but I don't really care about it. Yeah. Would you say I'm a more competitive person than you are? Oh, absolutely. Right. I think that's I what it comes down to. Yeah. I mean, I, I just I just don't really care about that stuff. Right. Um, it, it, and no, leaderboards have never driven me to do anything in a game, really. I don't uh, want to say it's driven me to do anything. I wouldn't say that. But yeah. But I do like to be able to compare where I stand more amongst my friends than other people that I don't know. Yeah. Sure. Yeah, because that doesn't really mean anything. Right. Unless you're, like, super high on the list, I wouldn't think. At least it doesn't mean anything to me. Yeah. Other than other than comparing with friends, just because that's fun. The you know? only thing that ever has that wasn't me comparing against my friends was pro clubs on FIFA, just because I feel like we were probably good enough if we played enough to get ranked pretty highly on there. Right. And that's actually a goal of ours for FIFA 13. Mm-hmm. So, I don't know. I, I like watching this shit. I think it's cool. Mm-hmm. Whether it's hacked or not. Yeah. Okay. All right. On to me. Real quick, Armed Heroes was the game that ripped off Torchlight. Armed Heroes. It was okay. only sold in uh, iTunes Canada. Oh. That's so Canada, but... Okay. Excellent. All right. Uh, my news article is actually uh, a Kotaku article. They broke the story. It was Jason Schreier. And the name of the article was Olympic Gymnast Uses Zelda Medley During Performance. And uh, Eric mentioned this during his nibble bits. But it's Mexican gymnast Elsa Garcia Rodriguez Blancas did her floor routine to Legend of Zelda music. The arrangement was done by violinist Lindsay Sterling. I'm actually kind of surprised that more of this type of stuff hasn't happened with the quality of 
of music that's in games nowadays. You know, you're talking your your Halo score, and I actually have a channel on my Pandora station that's just video game scores because they're such they're so well written, like pieces of music. Mm-hmm. The like I said, I'm I'm surprised this sort of thing doesn't doesn't hasn't happened before. Doesn't happen more often. Maybe it does, and maybe just because the Olympic stage is so big that that's why you know someone Somebody noticed. But I was thinking about it. I was wondering if anyone. I'm sure people in the stands knew what they were listening to because I I actually watched the video that was on there. It was it was the Zelda song. Everyone that's ever played a Zelda game would, would recognize it. it. Yeah. So. So I don't know. How do you guys feel about that? I think we're going to start seeing more of that sort of stuff with the quality of video game music nowadays. I would say probably. The problem still is that video games carry that stigma and depending on your your outlet i mean even the olympics is it's kind of a risky place to put it because if the older generation happens to recognize it they'll recognize it as oh video game music yeah you can't take this person seriously yeah. um but you know as as gamers grow up and it becomes a bigger part of popular culture i, I think yeah definitely we'll see more of it yeah yeah i mean i feel i i think back to like the final fantasy six music and how iconic that stuff all was and there's been different you know uh orchestra renditions of that and it's it's great stuff now my next question is do you think she knew that that's what it was from or do you that's think what i just... was gonna say I yeah think, i think we're looking into it too much because i think somebody else probably picked, picked that. it for her yeah um, I don't think she probably has any idea what it's from. Yeah, no, maybe no. somebody told her. I wonder if I wonder if that information will will come out. At Where some was point. she from? Mexico. Mexico. And what was her name? Elsa Garcia Rodriguez Blancas. Yeah, I, if I had to guess, I would say she probably didn't know at least at first. Right. Unless somebody told her afterwards. Yeah. Yeah, I I I I, I couldn't see her knowing, but I mean, and then again, that sort of stuff can surprise you. Yeah. I probably, in my opinion, most people that were there probably didn't know what it was. No, and they probably wouldn't for a lot of things. Yeah, I probably would. I if I, I'm trying to think if I was there, me personally, if, just because it's so out of context, I might might not have known. I can almost assure you, I wouldn't know. Yeah, just because I have the worst memory ever. Like, yeah. I just don't. I don't remember like. I think it's just because I, I like to play different kind of games than you guys do for the most right. part. I don't remember characters a lot. Yeah, I don't yeah. remember stories a lot. You know right. what I mean? So I know I probably wouldn't have recognized it. I don't know. We'll we'll play it during the break yeah. because it is the Zelda song yeah. at the same time. And, you know, that's that's something that's ingrained, I think, into me. So I, I don't know if I would have picked up on it or not. But it, like I said, it was very out of context to what you would normally hear video game music during, you know. <clears throat> All right, uh, yeah, so I guess it's time to take a quick break, and we'll be right back with our What We Played This Week segment right after this. Welcome back, everybody, to episode 54 of the Thumbstick Athletes podcast. We are now in What We Played This Week. Uh, Corey, since we didn't get to you last week, what'd you play? Oh, come on. What's up? What'd you play? I played a couple games. Yeah. Uh, one I played was called Adventure Bar Story, and it got good. I forget where I saw it. I think I saw a review on iTouch Arcade or something like that, and it got pretty good reviews. So I was looking for something to play. I think it was only like a dollar, two dollars. So I downloaded it, and it's this. You run. It's it's an, like an old school RPG, but you run a little restaurant, and the goal of the game is to every morning 
before your restaurant opens is to go out in the field and battle creatures like you would in an RPG, like a JRPG, and uh, collect ingredients to make recipes. And then once you get all your ingredients, you combine them in certain different ways to make different recipes. And the ultimate goal is to overcome this other restaurant that is really swanky and people go there because it's like the nice place in town, but their food sucks. So you have to oust them just by making really good food. And you do that by gathering more ingredients. And as the seasons change, different ingredients come up. Um, you know, the way I'm talking about it right now, it sounds like, hey, that sounds like a pretty good game. I was going to think that. I was thinking that, actually. I went out four mornings in a row. Because after you bring your ingredients back, you make your recipes, and then you open the restaurant for the day, and you list the items you want to sell. Um, and that's how you make money. And you use that money to buy ingredients, buy utensils, uh, cooking devices and all that stuff. So, yeah. And, I mean, it sounds like a lot of fun, but I was so bored with it after. I think I did four mornings of gathering ingredients and then coming back. And it was just the same thing over and over again for those four mornings. And it probably took, I don't know, maybe an hour to do four mornings. And I just saw, like, again, like I talked about it with Rainbow Moon, is is the grind that would be involved for me to really enjoy this game. And I just wasn't up for it. Mm-hmm. Um, And it did have some microtransaction stuff, like you could, if you wanted, it was totally, you know, um, up to you. Uh, You could spend some money and get these crystals or whatever, and you could use the crystals to unlock new recipes and stuff like that. But you you know me, I wasn't about to do any of that. Yeah. Um, So, I mean, the game looks very nice, and it plays very well. It's it's very, uh, you know, the gameplay is all there and everything. Um, It's just, it was just boring for me. Okay. Uh, the other game I played was... That was, that was Adventure Bar Story. Adventure Bar Story, Adventure yes. Bar Story, okay. Clever title. Wait, what did you play this on? iOS. iOS, okay. I forget who made it. I didn't write that down. I usually do that. I didn't do this. Uh, anyway, the other game I played um, a little bit of was called Thomas Was Alone. And you want to talk about existential. This game is awesome. It's very... I think it was made by two guys. One guy did the music and one guy did the, the coding and the visuals and all that. Um, and it is has the most simple graphics. It's a puzzle platformer, and all it is is shapes. Um, you start off as a little rectangle named Thomas, and the idea behind it is that you are the f- first artificial intelligence to be self-aware. And you like you're, you're like, you like you come to, and you're like, oh, what is this? What am I doing? And and you realize that you can jump. And, like, jumping's all good, but then you have to fall, but you don't know the word for fall, so it's like, he says to himself, it's all narrated, um, kind of like Bastion and everything like that, and the narration huh. is very good. Oh, um, cool. The writing is awesome, but he'll say, he'll say like, hmm, I need to invert, in, I need to do an inverted jump, which is, you know, a fall, um, and when he figures that out, he's like, oh, oh, this is an inverted jump, I'll call it a fall, and all that kind of stuff. Um, and the soundscapes for the levels are awesome. The music is very good, and it's it's sort of trippy, and it, it just draws you right in. Um, and the, uh, you're this rectangle named Thomas, and you find other shapes. You find a little square and, uh, like, a much longer rectangle and taller rectangle, and each of them have different abilities. And you switch between the three, and you have to get them all to the goal, kind of like the uh, or those dwarf puzzle games from back in the day. You guys know what I'm talking about? I don't remember. Dwarf. Yeah, I don't either. The Blizzard games. The puzzle games with the dwarves that you switch between. Oh. The what? something Vikings? 
Yeah, Lost Vikings. Lost Vikings. Okay. Yeah, it's just it's a lot like the Lost Vikings, except much more minimalist. Um, but yeah, again, like the 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 music and the writing are the best parts of that game, um, and it does tell a very interesting, compelling story for as simple as the as the game is, and it, it's it's a good game to display like how important story can be to a game and how it can elevate an otherwise simple game to like something pretty cool. Yeah, I do love a game with good music. Uh, yeah, I mean, uh, as I said, it's 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 trippy. And trippy in, like, uh, orchestra kind of way, not trippy like a techno kind of right, way. Right, right, right. Where can you find the game? Uh, I got it from directly from the website. Okay. I can't remember how much it cost, but that's where I got it. Okay. But, yeah, I, w- I would, uh, I mean, check out a trailer. Um, I would recommend it. It's simple. It was cheap. I can't remember what it cost, but it, it was definitely cheap. Um, so other than that, I played a little Rome Total War since we all said we were going to get it. Uh, I only played half an hour, not really enough to get into it. I just did like a tutorial battle or whatever. Uh-huh. Uh, looks like it could be fun. We'll see. Um, <laughs> Sounds promising. Play... <laughs> yeah, I really don't know. I didn't play it enough to really say. But I did play another game that I only played a little bit of, and it's called... I think it's called... I'm looking at it right now because it's on my iPhone. It's called One Million. That's just what it's called. And it is a very simple-looking icon. Um, this is another game I saw a review for on iTouch or is it what's Touch Arcade? What's that website? Touch Arcade? I think it's Touch Arcade. Touch Arcade, yeah, it got really good reviews, so I checked it out. It's a, it's another match three game with uh, RPG elements, and the idea behind it. I'll talk about it more next week, but the idea behind it is that you go through these these levels, and you don't really move your guy. Your guy moves by itself, and um, every time you come to something, you have to match three to. A, advance past it so you'll come to a treasure chest and you to open the treasure chest you need to get three sets of keys so you have to go to the match game and get you know three in a row of the key icon and then when you come up to an enemy you have to get three in a row of the swords to attack the monster and stuff like that and it's all timed so you want to do it as fast as possible um seems like it could be a lot of fun but yeah i'll talk more about it next week when i've played it more okay that everything yeah all right eric what'd you play uh, the only new thing I played was uh, an iOS app called Flick Kick, which is a soccer app, uh-huh. and I love it, and I can't stop playing it. It's uh, there's time, there's time-based modes, there's arcade mode, there's bullseyes. We have to hit targets. Um, I don't know. You can curve it with your finger, curve the ball. It's really fun. There's like obstacles in front of you. There's defenders. There's a goalie. Sometimes they're moving. Sometimes they're not. And you gotta like curve the ball just the right way. Mm-hmm. It's a ton of fun. Okay. Um, there's not much else to say about it. It not, was free though. Oh, there you go. No, it was free and totally worth the free download. Um, other than that, I just played more Halo Reach. I feel like I took a step back this week. My gameplay suffered a bit. Um, Billy has returned to his old form. Oh, just ass. wiping people's asses out. Yeah. I mean, ridiculous. We get a four-man team going, and he's always like doubled everybody else's kills so good what do you what do you think it is that makes him so much better I than you don't know i was trying to figure that out when i played played against him too and i don't know what it is either i, I really have no idea i guess he's just better aim than i am I, I i don't know yeah part of the thing i noticed when i was playing you guys is he with the assault rifle he's able to he hits the head with most of his shots which wipes down the shields a lot quicker than he can he get the does kill. say that um he always warms up with swat 
which would go along with what Will said because that's only headshots. Which is I do that too, yeah. And sometimes when we're playing and he doesn't feel like he's playing well, he'll say things like he's shooting too slow or too fast because he always talks about the pace with which you pull the trigger. Yep. That's a big thing. If yeah. you pull it too fast, the reticle gets too big and the bullet goes flying. Yeah. And if you do it too slow, you yeah. get hosed by the opponents. So you're saying he's hacking. Will, it's always about hacking when Will's talking about things. Sorry, you're guys. saying he's a hack. <laughs> Just trying yeah. to help. No, I think uh, other than that, I don't know, man. I really don't, but he's super good at Halo. I, yeah, I always wondered that, though. Like, what am I not doing yeah. that these people that are raping me are doing? Yeah, I... I wonder the same thing, because I'm all right. Like, usually if we have a four-man team and it's me and Billy, I usually finish second on the team. Every now and then, it depends on the map for me. A lot of times there's yeah. just a couple maps where I finish last. Yeah. And there's I just don't know. The, the Zealot map, for for instance, I suck at that map. Yeah. Dude, me too. I am that. I hate that map. It's I never do my that my least map. favorite map. I suck yep. at it so bad. Yeah, there's there's two or three maps that I was always really bad at, and then one or two that I was really good at. And I would think score really well. One highly. of the reasons that I I'm not good at that map is because it's more open. Well, there's a lot a lot of stuff going on in the map, but it's more open. It's not like you spawn here, the other team spawns there. You can just be anywhere, and people yeah. can see you and come up behind you, and you just don't know where they are. You know what I mean? It's, it's open, but it also has a lot of ways to get to different yeah. places. So that that's one thing about that map. It just plays differently than some of the other ones. I was always terrible at boardwalk. Boardwalk I'm pretty good at, actually. Because I was never very good at long distances. I can do medium and short distance see, pretty well. I'm see, better, I'm better at long range than I am close because uh, okay. I get flustered, and I have a problem where I push the zoom-in stick whether I want to or not, okay. and I'm really close to people, and I zoom in, and I can't see shit, and okay. by the time I realize, I'm dead. Oh, boy. So, um, I'm good at boardwalk and powerhouse are probably my two best. Uh-huh. Sword base I'm pretty good at, too. Yeah. But, yeah, I love getting in that groove, though. When you just know it's you're just groove. you're just feeling it, you're just like I'm just gonna dominate today. Yeah, you know that's fun. Agreed. It must be nice to have that all the time, like Billy does. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, but yeah, I've been loving Halo Reach. If any of our, I know at least one of our listeners, at least used to play Halo Reach, because every time he signs on, it says that he's on and wants to play Halo Reach with friends, even if he's not playing it. Oh, okay. I think it's Travis. But yeah, we should play. Definitely, I gotta start practicing again. Yeah, I don't yeah, want to yeah. be. I don't want to be so out of practice. But then again, when I, when we start playing playing Borderlands too, I mean, it's so different than Halo. It's gonna yeah. screw me up anyway. Yeah, yeah. But I don't know. We'll see. Yeah. Okay. All right, I'll go next. Uh, I played two things this week. I played Star Wars: The Old Republic. I don't have anything to talk about that. But I also bought Ma- Machinarium and played that. Uh, Machinarium is a point-and-click fantasy adventure game. Uh, the story behind it is a robot that's been sent to the scrap heap must get back to the city of Machiner- Machinarium, rescue his girlfriend, free the city head, and beat the baddies from the Black Cap Brotherhood. Um, it's As I said, it's a point-and-click adventure, so you manipulate the environment. Um, you click on items and solve puzzles to advance. There's also You can also com- combine items to make new items to solve puzzles um the what i liked about it the art style was fantastic in it it was all all the graphics were hand-drawn um kind of cartoony type of like robots 
the setting is really cool. The city of Machinarium feels feels kind of like old and a little bit rusty and dirty. Um, that was a really cool thing about it too. Uh, the puzzles are extraordinarily difficult. Um, oh, I should say I beat it too. I beat it oh. this morning. Hey, well done, sir. Thank you. It's been thank a while you. since we had one of those. Yeah. Yeah, beaten game. That's it's, work. it's tough to beat those online multiplayer games. <laughs> True. Um, but yeah, it, it's it's a great indie game. It's by uh, Amanita Design, I think is the name of the company, Corey, that did Botanic yep. Botanicula. Yep, oh, yeah, that was yeah. one of my yeah. drunken episodes. I talked about that game. Yeah, <laughs> yeah same studio did that game. <laughs> um, I got it from GOG.com for ten bucks. Oh wow! Um, nice. You know, DRM free and all that stuff. I probably put a good, I would say, ten hours into it. Um, and one of the cool things about it is if you're ever stuck on a puzzle, they have a little like light bulb thing, or maybe it's a cloud. I think it's a light bulb. Um, and you can click on that to get a hint on what to do for solving your puzzle. But there's also a more involved, like not necessarily walkthrough, but there's a there's a like also a little book icon on the upper right hand corner. And if you click on that, you you do a little mini game where you're a key, and you got to get the, you got to move the key through like a small obstacle course and shoot like these guys that are in your way. If you make it to the to the keyhole at the end of the puzzle, um, it opens up and it kind of gives you in a uh, comic strip form like the walkthrough for that area that you're in that's really cool yeah so I, I had to use that a few times also was i got to one puzzle that i just couldn't beat so i looked it up on youtube but uh there's definitely it's definitely a thinking cap game nice uh go ahead Corey. i didn't say anything. oh i thought you were gonna say something um yeah uh it's it definitely if you're into point and click type games or if you like games with very unique art style it's it's definitely one to look into as I said, I got it from GOG.com for, for 10 bucks, and it was well worth it. Uh, I, I don't know. Did I say I put put about 10 hours into it? Mm-hmm. Um, so probably not I think a lot. That game, Go ahead. It, I think it's been in a few of the Humble Indie bundles. Yeah, it might be. So might be. keep an eye on those. Yeah, definitely. It's 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 a great game. I would definitely suggest it to anyone that likes likes a puzzle game too. Sounds pretty cool. Yeah. And, and you know, go ahead. I think I think what those games need to have, like you said, is a really good art design. Yeah. Or art style. Yeah, I mean, the story was kind of cool, too. Um, it wasn't that involved, but the story was told with, uh, like, like not text bubbles, but it's, it's almost like the comic strip type of style. It would, oh, okay. It would yeah. pop up, and it would show a little bit of the background and... and uh, or, yeah, the background, the, the story, and, like, stick figure type of type of robots is really really great game sounds cool yeah so it's funny that you that you mentioned that you start off as something that's sent to the trash heap is yeah. that what you said yeah yeah because i watched um the movie amanita designs actually did the animation for a movie called kooky i think it was a czech republic movie uh-huh. I, I think i've talked about it on here but i watched that movie and that's how it starts is uh, a stuffed animal gets sent to the trash heap and it has to find its way home oh really <laughs> yeah it's really cool it's yeah. all uh stop motion animation but it, 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 it is really cool and if you can get your hands on it i recommend watching it yeah those uh, those dudes at amanita designs are pretty talented Corey, i don't know if we told you speaking of stuffed animals we had thrown the idea around of replacing your seat with a, a bear of some sort <laughs> Can you see it? I can see it. This is, is that uh, a Care Bear. Yes, yes, it is. It's uh, it has a name. Love a lot, Bear. Oh, nice. It's pink and has hearts on its belly. It's cute. It's cute. That's a good reference. It's you me, now. Uh, Just like you. That's me, Matt. Here, we'll put him over in that chair. Okay. Pink 
in Hardy. I'm going to try and write a uh, brief review for Machinarium nice. over the weekend. You it, do it, Brad. Yeah, because I think it's a, it's, it was a great game. I, th- I thoroughly enjoyed it, if only for the art style, you know? Yeah, it's just, just trying to work you to some, some neat little places. Yeah. Plus, I like to I like to rep the indie gaming. We talked about that a little bit last week. <clears throat> but All right, well, what do you got? Um, I played a lot more NCAA. I won the national championship with Minnesota, Golden Gophers. Very nice. Which I'm very proud of. Start the next season, though, I'm not even ranked, which makes – what's up, Eric? I don't know. I don't like that you like that game so much. Eh, well, it's really is it, bothering is, me. Is it because you invite me to play Halo all the time? Well, <laughs> that pisses me off, and <laughs> the fact that the game sucks and you like it so much really bothers me. At least I could see why you like Super Smash Brothers. I see the appeal there, but damn it, I don't want you to like that game so much. <laughs> did I miss the discussion on this game originally? I don't know. I Maybe. think you did. I like it because I've never had a college football game, so I'm and and just... I usually buy all of them, so I know they're all exactly the same. And it just bothers me that Will likes it so much because it's not good. But I've never played a NCAA football game, so no. But it's just still, it's not. Are you throwing picks? Uh, not too bad. Why are you the only person that plays a game that I know that doesn't throw me, interceptions? Me and my constantly? one friend don't throw them very often. If maybe, you beat me in our online dynasty, I'm not going to play it anymore. Maybe <laughs> I'm not kidding you. I'm going to get rid good. of it. Which, in- incidentally, I joined that late. It simulated my Fresno State game, and I lost that, and I was so mad. Don't worry about it. You joined late. Doesn't you, no, 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 no. you don't really count no. until next year anyway. I was out like I joined the thing, but didn't play my game, and then it simulated it. Oh. Was it because I took too long to play the game? Probably. probably. I'm surprised so, Jeff didn't say something to me though, because usually if he's going to do that, he'll text me and be like, "Hey." Are you going to be able to play your thing? Okay. But I told you the rule for next season. What is it? We're progressing on Wednesdays and Sundays, whether people are done or not. Just because there's going to be so many people that it's going to be really tough. That's a good idea, actually. Wednesdays and Sundays? Yes. And everybody, tell your friend, too. Did he get invited? Yeah, he did. Okay, good. Because it's just, there's going to be at least 10 of us, and it's just going to be a bitch. Who's the Florida State guy? That's my friend Jason. He's really good. I was watching some of his scores, and I was like, huh? He is really good. Yeah, but I, I picked Boise State for that. Did you? Yeah. Your friend picked Miami, right? He picked USC. We banned USC from the league. Oh, did you? Yes. I thought it was just LSU. Fucking asshole. I thought it was just LSU and um. Who picks USC Alabama. anyway? I don't, I don't know. Oh, God. <laughs> you, I asked you what teams were banned, and you said LSU and Alabama. Whatever. <laughs> I hope I play him. I hope I beat him. Uh... You could. Rose Bowl. I'm going to schedule them. Next year, we're making our own schedules. Oh, sweet. I'm going to fucking put them on my schedule. I'm not putting you on it, though. Okay, that's fine. Because I'll be too mad if I lose to you. Why? I don't want it. <laughs> Why do you not want it? Don't want it. You don't like losing to me in video games. No, I, I hate losing in general, but I really don't like losing to you. <laughs> why? I don't know why. Is it because I give you crap? Because I know it bothers you. <laughs> Probably, yeah. Is that why you guys are badminton partners for 4th of July? Pro- it probably tournament? is for the best that so we're partners. Because <laughs> I don't think I'd talk to him if he beat me in the doubles championship for at least a week. Uh, but anyway, on to the next game that I played a lot <laughs> is The Walking Dead. I got it on the iPhone, but I had a real problem on the iPhone. It was running really laggy, 
And, like, when I was in situations where I needed to react quickly in a fight when a zombie's trying to get me, I couldn't do it quick enough because it lagged so bad. Huh. But I really, really liked it. Yeah. So I went and bought it on Xbox. So I got episode one and two and pretty much used up my 1.1 gig. I have 35 megabytes left. Oh, geez. So. That new Xbox can't come soon enough, huh? I cannot wait for that thing to come. But, uh, anyway, started, uh, I beat both of the episodes so far. Nice. Um, yeah. Thank you. Thank you. I know episode three is coming out mid-August, so I'm pretty excited for that. But what I love about that game is how you have to be quick with your decisions. Because I feel like in most games you get to sit there, you know, in a conversation. Or if you have to pick, like, there's multiple times where you have to save a certain person that you can, you know, go over the options. Or, like, you can read the text and, you know, you can analyze where the conversation is going to go. And with this, you have to be quick. Very, very quick. That is cool. So I really like that. And, like, there are multiple times where, like, I had to save, pick between two people to save. You know, and you have to really think. One time I even froze and I didn't know who to save. So I ended up, like, getting, like, both of them killed. Right. So that's really cool. And playing episode two, uh, I did a nibble bet on that. I think it was maybe before before it came out, obviously, so, like, a couple weeks ago, where they talked about it was more brutal than episode one, and that is very true. It's... So good, mm-hmm. messed up, and I like like that about a zombie apocalypse game. Yeah, definitely. So, definitely check that out. Get that. I cannot wait to play through it all the way. Now, what's? I'm this? sorry, we're talking about The Walking Dead, right? Yeah. Oh, okay. I don't know how much you wanted me to talk about the specific like episode two. No. Give uh, the, I, give I, the... I want. What's the? Is it supposed to transition you from the season two into season three of The Walking Dead? Or no, uh, I think it's it's before that because there's a character in it in episode one named Glenn, and he looks like the guy from the TV show, and he says he's going to Atlanta to catch up with friends and see if they're okay. And I guess from there is when you meet Rick Grimes from the actual show. Yeah. So I guess it's connected. Well, you play. I mean, the guy you play has it's, nothing to do with the TV series. Yeah. Okay. But Glenn makes that transition. Yeah, there is a, a cameo, I guess. Okay. I, I see. Yeah, you play Lee Everett, who is a game starts out as you're being taken away in a cop car, and come to find out your name's Lee Everett, and you killed a senator, I think it was, or something like that, for sleeping with your wife. Oh. <laughs> so, and you get taken away, and then you hit a zombie in your car you know, falls down a path and you wake up, I think a day later and you see the cop dead there and you yell out to him and you grab the keys to unlock your cops and he attacks you and that's how it starts. Oh, cool. But it is so much fun. And did you like, you really did like, you like it? playing yeah. it on iOS? Like I said, the lag ruined it for me. It did? Yeah. And the walking around in areas was kind of a pain because it was the, you know, the touch controls were, it's right. not good on the iPhone, I don't think. That's another one where, uh, it wasn't for me, but I could see why you would like it. Mm-hmm. It's different. It definitely is very much about choice. Yeah. And I like at the end of each episode, it tells you, like, the, like for the, it's something called the tough decision, and they show you, like, what percentage of people picked what. So, like, one of them yeah. is, like, who saved Doug over Carly, and that's one of them. That's cool. That's cool, yeah. I get to see. I'm usually in the majority. Yeah, I mean, I was usually, I think there was, like, one that I wasn't, I only played the first episode, but um, I think there was only one where I wasn't in the majority for. You should try episode two, it's it's really good. Yeah, I'm thinking about it, we'll see. I don't think I'm going to. It's, it's quite something, I'll tell you about it later. I downloaded Minecraft, did I tell you that? 
Oh, did you? You yeah. play it? Not play it yet. I'll play, let me know. I have it. Yeah, anytime you want to play. I, I have some friends that have been bugging me to play Minecraft. Are we going to get into Minecraft? Fuck yeah, dude. Get an Xbox. Let's fucking play it. Oh, you're playing on Xbox? Yeah, I got a bunch of friends that have it on Xbox. Oh, screw that. Come on. Oh, I'm sorry. Your other friends, you'd rather play with them on your PC? Corey's bigly in us now. No, I just don't have an Xbox to play it on. You're going to get one. When? November. NHL 13. When what? Yeah, at the latest, you're going to have one when Will gets his new November one. November 6th, is it? Is that at one? the latest. That's only like three months from now. All of August, all of September, all of October. Yeah. Middle of November, three no, and a half months. Yeah. It's right. very, very beginning of it's November. early November. Election Day, November. Isn't it the 6th oh, or right. something? Yeah. I think it's the 6th. Election Day. Yeah. Master Chief, 2012. Yeah. Exactly. Huh. We'll see. All right. Come on. We'll see. Just do it. Damn it. I got to see how much money I'm going to make from this job that I'm doing. You're already a rock star, man. No. <laughs> I don't know. You have hope. I was offered some leftover chicken wings the other day. Were they Sweet. crispy or soggy? Cry- crispy. Then you're a rock star. Yeah. When you're There's getting offered like a crispy wing. free crispy chicken wings, you've made it. Yeah. They were somebody's leftovers. Yeah. So what? But That's where I work, Corey, if somebody offered me leftover chicken wings, they'd be soggy. Yeah. Yeah. You may. Plus, you didn't have to pay I see for your them. Point. <laughs> well, no, I didn't take them. I refused. I wanted them see the so point. bad. Corey. Yeah, why didn't you take You wanted them and you didn't take them? Yeah, man. Dignity. No, what? I don't get that. <laughs> I, don't want, I don't want your wings, man. None of us have any dignity. See, now he's got dignity all of a sudden. <laughs> I don't even know you anymore. Where do you get off having dignity? <laughs> Where do you get off? Look at the uh... balls on him all of a sudden. <laughs> Turning down free chicken wings. <laughs> I did accept free bananas. Is that alright? <laughs> that's, that's okay. There's a, I'm going to leave it alone. Leave it alone. <laughs> all right. Our our Facebook Facebook page is facebook.com slash thumbstickathletes. Our Twitter is twitter.com slash tsathletes or at capital T, capital S, athletes. Website is thumbstickathletes.com. Our Voicemail number is 607-527-0547. Our email address is thumbstickathletes at gmail.com. If you're going to be placing an order through Amazon, click through our Amazon banner on our website, and we'll get a little bit of money from Amazon. Very little bit of money, but a little (laughs) bit of money, no less. So, you know, if you're pre-ordering any of the upcoming fall games that are coming out, or if you're getting the collector's Halo Xbox. Yeah, if you're getting anything, I don't care what it is. If you're buying a 99-cent screen protector for your iPhone. I ordered it through the link, by the way. Through, did you? Thank you. Order, yeah. it th- or order it through our our yeah Amazon banner on our website. So I think that's all I had. Anyone yeah. else have anything they want to add? Uh, I'm sure we could come up with something. I'm sure we could, too. Stitcher. I'm, I might start Dead Space this week. Oh. Hmm. Billy yeah, let me borrow it. Oh, I was going to say, didn't you buy that? But yeah. No, it's no, good that, that was you did. Bioshock. Oh, okay. Bioshock. Yeah. Oh, yeah. Did you mention Stitcher? I just did. I just said Stitcher. <laughs> yeah, I you said. can listen to our podcast on Stitcher. <laughs> it was mentioned. Well, I, we should shout out to our Stitcher listeners. Yeah, fuck yeah, Stitcher. We're, we're favorited by uh, several dozen nice. people on Stitcher. <laughs> several so. dozen million. Excellent. Yes, several, that's what I meant. <laughs> <laughs> Several dozen million divided by a million. 
Okay. Uh, Plus three. So we're up there. Sounds good. All right. Well, yeah, that'll do it for episode 54 of the Thumbstick Athletes podcast. I'm your host, Dan. I'm Eric. Will. Corey. Thanks for listening and get out of my basement.